This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Good Monday morning, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale alongside Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. How we doing today? Good morning. Good morning. A lot happened last week while we were away, Skip. Mm. So hopefully we can catch up this week. All I care about is what happened last night. What because happened? all that really matters in the whole wide sports world is... The Dallas Cowboys are nine and three. Can you believe it? They are nine and three. They should be it, ten and two, but it, I won't start on is that. Is that better than eleven and one? Huh? They haven't been in the division with a I team that's eleven and one. All that matters today is how about, how about the Cowboys? How about the Jalen Hurts, my man? Yeah, here. Oh, he's your man yeah, now. Man, wait, wait a second. You, you've been telling me that Mahomes is the MVP. Everybody hurts. Really? Yeah. Wait, is he now the MVP? He's the front runner. Really? Yeah, Wait, yeah, now yeah, now yeah. you give up on Mahomes. No, I ain't give up on Mahomes. I love it. Skip, you know they say week to week. You know they yeah, say everybody week hurt. To week, yeah. And in two weeks, everybody gonna be hurt. The Cowboys gonna be hurt. We're about to win out. <laughs> yeah, I bet you. Put some do on it. Huh. Put some do on it right now. You over there talking? By the way, I won a couple <laughs> of cases of do from you on the SEC championship game, as That's I recall. Yeah. Hey, I tell you what, yeah. I'm about to get it back. Yeah. You saw what AD uh-huh. doing? I'm about to get all my cases back. All yeah, 35 cases. <laughs> That is way too painful for me this morning, gentlemen. About to be 20 and 12. (laughs) But we do have a ton to catch up on, guys. It is an absolutely jam-packed show. Skip, just for you, let's start with your Cowboys. They ran away with their game last night, that's for sure. Versus the Colts, they dropped 33 points in the fourth quarter alone. It was a 54-19 final score. Dak Prescott, three passing touchdowns. Dallas ran, though, for over 200 total yards. The defense, they did their part, too. They forced one, two, three, four, five turnovers in this win. So, Shannon, on a scale of one to ten, how impressive were Skip's Cowboys yesterday? Skip, I gave you an eight. And the reason why I didn't give you a 10 is because the opponent that you were playing, Mm. that was an inferior opponent that you took apart late in the ball game. It was a 21, it was 21-19 with about 30 seconds left in the third quarter. And all of a sudden, the game goes to 34 to 19. I say, man, forget this. They got the Cowboys gonna win. I'm gonna go shave, I'm gonna go shave, start getting ready for tomorrow. Wait, you're gonna shave at night? Yeah, shave at night. Yeah. Well, what about this morning? No, no, no. I'm not getting no well, well, does it grow so slowly you can get away with yeah, shaving but, at night? By, by 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I'll need it, but I'm good in the morning. Well, I, I have to shave in the morning. I'm sorry. I'm not getting Or I'd that. have a little, like, <laughs> a little well, well, I'd have, like, I'm, a 6.30 a.m. shadow. Yeah. Go ahead. So, Skip, so I, I'm saying to myself, I say, okay, I'm shaved. You know, I come back. Mm. The game's over. It's 54. Now, I'm gonna, hold on. Wait a minute. How did they score all these points? <clears throat> 33 points in one quarter? And, Skip, I understand that the, the, the Colts have a, had a, an outstanding defense. I think they came in with the sixth-ranked defense. But when your offense turns the ball over five times, Skip, I don't really know uh, a very, very very nice way to say this. Mm. I think the last two, three weeks we've seen the Indianapolis Colts on a national televised game. Mm-hmm. It's time. Matt Ryan, it's time. Mm. It's time. You've had 14, 15, 16 great years. Ugh. It's time to go right up into the sunset. Set. Skip, it's yep. awful. He's gonna, J- J- Jeff Saturday is thinking, man, I came, I came out to do for this? I don't want no parts of this. I wish it was Friday, but it's Saturday. Skip, look, 
When you play an inferior team, you take them apart. And if you go back and look at the stats, I looked at the stats last night. I look up the stats and I say, hold on. How do you score 53 points and you don't have 400 yards of total offense? 54 you, points. Yeah, you score, okay, you score 54 points. Yeah. You don't have 400 yards of total offense. You don't. You don't possess the ball for 35, 40 you, minutes. You don't. No. Well, when the team turns the ball over five times and you get a scooping score, mm-hmm. you start the ball on like the 15 a couple of yep. times, that's how you do it. So give the Cowboys credit. Dak made the one mistake through a, a bad interception. Give uh, Stephon Gilmore a great job. He did a great job of reading <laughs> and beat uh, uh, Michael, uh, Michael Gallup to the point. He did. But Skip, the, the, the Colts, I, I don't know what to say about the Colts, but this is about the Cowboys. I was impressed with the Cowboys with what they did. They attacked him. They did a great job of limiting Jonathan Taylor, did not let him put his imprint on the game, held him to 82 yards on 20-something on 20, 20, 20 carries. But he didn't have that explosive Jonathan Taylor day. He did that not. That 150, that 160 that we know he's capable of. Yep. Uh, the Cowboys also did something. I gave him an eight also, Skip, because of season-lowing penalties. Mm. They only had three penalties. That is true. Well, if you have three penalties, you take the ball away five times, you run the ball for 220-plus, Skip, you're going to win a lot of ball games. Now, I don't know how many teams they're going to play that's going to give them opportunity mm-hmm. that's going to turn the ball over. They, they sacked the quarterback a few times, not like uh, uh, what we're used to seeing them do. But I gave him an eight. I can't give them a 10 for the simple fact the opponent that they were playing against. Mm. But other than that, there's nothing to be, there's nothing to hold your head down about. Mm. Because when you, t- uh, you don't turn, you turn it over once, you take the ball away, plus four in that category, three penalties, season low in that category. You're still 31st in, in penalties, mm-hmm. but three, that'll get, win you a lot of games. And I like the balance that they have between Pollard and Zeke Elliott. They were, they were outstanding last night, but I only gave them an eight. Mm. <sighs> My turn. Go do it. We're about to have role reversal on this show. (laughs) I always tell you, I am the oxymoronic, objective cowboy (laughs) fan. Sometimes I am overly objective. I'm harshly objective. And I'm about to be that right here, right now, to launch this show on this day. Okay. Scale of 1 to 10 on the impressive scale last night. I am a one for my Cowboys. You're an eight, and I'm a one. And I slept on it. I was thinking of a zero. I was thinking, but I decided I would go for a one. Cut it, dilly-dallied around with him, didn't he? That's why you gave him a one. No, I'll I'll do it off the three penalties. How can you only have three penalties in in a game? I thought it was impossible for this team to have three penalties, but it did for a grand total of, what was it, 43 yards or something? Okay. I'll give you that. I like the fact that it was five turnovers to one. Right. But, again, you have to consider the source of those turnovers, and it's the aforementioned mostly Matt Ryan, right? right? Yeah. And yet we did move all the way up to second place overall in turnover ratio in the NFL to those Eagles, and they're still fly, Eagles fly. They're plus 13. We're all the way up to plus nine. So I like the takeaway from it. But I am here to tell you, in all my years of covering the game, you played at the <laughs> Hall of Fame level. I don't believe I've ever in my life seen a more misleading score than that score last night. I think my Dallas Cowboys, with Jerry Jones as the ringmaster, managed to play the most bizarre game I've ever <laughs> witnessed because I'm here to emphasize your point. Late in the third quarter, well, actually 343 left in the third quarter, would you believe the Colts are going for two to tie the score? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to walk you through this slowly but surely. But let's go back to Dak Prescott. I thought Dak was 
I'm going to be nice about this, below average right. last night. Mm -hmm. Would you believe that Matt Ryan in QBR had a 57 to Dax 40? And I thought that was legit. I, I, thought, I thought Matt Ryan, especially for three quarters, outplayed Dak Prescott, 57 to 40 in QBR. Okay, let's go to Dak's interception. It, it actually was almost two interceptions, but if we could see the first throw that Gilmore should have picked off because it comes right. This is yeah, four, yeah, yeah, 437 yeah. left. This is first and 10 at your 12-yard line. And remember, this is at your 12. And you, you are trailing at this point 10 to 7. And if we could see the first throw, he throws it right to – you can't do that with that guy, not with that guy. And he hits him right in the hands, and I thought that was going to be a pick, and he just couldn't catch the football. Nope. Okay, so a few plays passed. They actually ran CD on a couple of reverses, Versus. which I like to see because right. he's he, you, you want to talk about yak attack. He can run after catch. Okay, so now to the play in question that you talked about. It's just a bad idea. This yeah. is arguably still the best cornerback yeah. in football. He is physical. Yeah. He is strong. He 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 commands his yeah. position. He can't run like he once no, could, no, but, but he's but tremendous but at now, film steady. Now Watch could, what he does on this route. Now if we could just see the interception. He runs the route in place of Michael Gallup. He's just there. And he got a little physical with him at the point. He's the guy that says, I have okay. outside leverage, and I'm not going to let and you I'm outside. Not, I'm not going to let you go over here. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, you can't come here because it's my football. No. I'm going to go get the and, – and Gallup kind of flopped down yeah. like he got – no. It's just <laughs> the way this man plays football. But I'm going to go back to my quarterback, number four. It's just a bad idea. Right. You, you can't try him like that. And I don't know if he's saying, I'm going to come back and get you after you nearly got me. Right. But he got you back. He could have had you twice. And remember, first and 10 at the 12 was the first one. Yes. Well, if Gilmore hangs on, they, they might go up 17 to 7 at right. that point. But instead, that happened. Okay. So... Gilmore picks it off, and they get a field goal, and all of a sudden it's 14-13. to 13. Then we get a tipped interception that Malik Hooker takes mm -hmm. and runs back, and we score one, a quick one at the end of the half, and it's 21-13. to 13. Now we get to the, the point in question, the point of no return. All right, if we could see what happens with 3.43 left in the third quarter, that kid Alec Pierce, who's, who's pretty good yeah, out yeah, of Cincinnati, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, just pretty yeah. good because he mm -hmm. plays like big it. and he high points the ball mm -hmm. and he'll go up in 50-50 volume. And I look up, and Kelvin Joseph is on him. And I'm saying, well, what is Kelvin Joseph even doing in the football game at this point? And I realize that Anthony Brown is not only hurt, but he has torn his Achilles yeah. tendon. So I want to remind everybody that Jordan Lewis was my third best corner, and he's gone with the Liz Frank fracture. He's gone well, for, for the year. year. And Anthony Brown is now obviously gone, gone for, for the, the year. year. So my second and third best cornerbacks are gone for the year. Right. Uh, that does not bode exactly well down the stretch. Kevin Jones is going to have to go up okay. real quick. Kelvin, you know, he's Kelvin, boss, boss man fat, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jerry endorsed to stood up, vouched for his football character last night. I, I don't know about his football character. I, I'm not sure about it because he got kicked out of LSU and went to Kentucky, and then he had the incident where he happened to be riding in a car in which Just a drive-by shooting took place. Me, I don't care about his football character. What about the football player? That's what you need now. It ain't about a character. Can he play football? Because he's going to get Stephon Diggs. They're not going to mess with Stephon Diggs. He's about to get a lot of balls thrown his way. A whole lot of footballs. And yet that Deron Bland came out of nowhere. Yeah. He's their fifth round, second fifth round pick. And he had a couple later interceptions. Correct. We'll get to those in just a moment. But now I want to show you what happened even worse. We get to a play 
This is second and six at the 35. So they go for two, by the way, right. and miss. miss okay, it, yeah. so it's 21 to 19. Great. And Dak throws a mysteriously poor pass to CeeDee Lamb. Right. And it looked for a second like it got picked. Right. Well, this is the football game right here because now we're late in the third quarter, and I, I don't know where this is headed, but it's, what, five yards right. behind right. CeeDee Lamb? And I thought it was picked off for a second, but he did not quite yeah, get his it, hand underneath the football, right. okay? If, if that ball is picked off, you, you can see what's happening. Right. We're in huge trouble at this point. And then on top of that, Skip, there's you get a penalty. Un- you get an I, I don't know if we have the penalty. Helmet, helmet, yeah. But we get a helmet. It is actually a, a, like a yeah. legal blindside right. block, yeah. but it could have just been a helmet to helmet right. call. But again, we get to. Not only is it not an interception, but we get to tack on 15 (laughs) yards. Well, this is the game right here because if it goes the other way, I'm thinking, oh, my God, we we could lose this game. At this point, I tweeted, this is embarrassing. That's what I tweeted. That's why I'm going to give them a one on – I first guessed it because here we go into the fourth quarter – and, and Indianapolis is outplaying us. So, in other words, you gave them a one because you're like, hold on, this team, you are so much superior to this inferior team, and here we are late in the third quarter, and it's only a two-point game. Yeah. You so, so you forget that they stepped on the gas in the fourth quarter, Skip, and took okay. off on them. Okay, but, but here's the point. I had just witnessed that, that throw to Alec Pierce. You, you realize Matt Ryan had led them on a 90-yard drive yes. in 15 plays. Yes. And in the first half, he had a 79-yard drive in five plays. Right. So was my defense exactly heating him up? Not yet. Right. Not yet. I'm, they, got, what, they, what got him, they got him a couple of times, though. Okay, but, but not like I expected. Right. And by the way, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. <sighs> I looked up the participation just to make sure. Micah had 50 snaps hand in the ground, so to speak. He doesn't put his hand in the ground. But as an edge rusher, 50 snaps, only one snap at linebacker. So they did it the right way. Right. And Micah was woefully quiet last night because I, he just didn't make much happen. Just like I believe uh, uh, Tua under Tua. Jalen Hurts sees to the front of the league in yes. MVP. Nick Bosa is in the front for the defensive player. I, I can't argue against that because he was a monster. Okay, okay, you saw what I said. He was a flat-out monster because he destroyed Tua yesterday. <laughs> he had been that 14 and, and, and and to the half. Tua, he, Tua played even smaller yeah. than he was, but that had a whole lot to do with Joey Bosa. Nick. Who, I mean, Nick Bosa, <laughs> yeah, who's flexing. and, yeah. and Okay, I, I got it, okay. but I kept waiting for 11 from Evan. Yeah. My old Micah, where are you, right. Micah Parsons? And they were scheming him, and they were screening him, and they were running through him and right. behind him, right. and, and they were doing all kinds of things. But he wasn't the one who caused fourth quarter havoc. No. So all of a sudden, off that one play, now we get to the offensive play of the game. And I will tell you this. A bright spot for me is CeeDee Lamb continues to emerge as a force, as a top ten receiver. I can't do it off the numbers because he only caught five balls, but it seemed like he caught ten balls last night because the two reverses Reverses. he ran. Mm -hmm. But if I could show you the play, this is third and ten down at the 20-yard line. It is still 21 to 19. This is 14-29 left in the fourth quarter. So it's still a two-point game, third and ten, and this is underneath, and he cuts it outside, and look what he – oh, God. Did he not drop – woo-hoo-hoo. Okay. This is the kind of play, but did he not make a move on the backer at that point? Mm -hmm. Cut outside, cut it up. He runs with the ball like like I call it, a yak attack. And that was the play of the game because that set up a little fade throw to Gallup for the touchdown that that started to feel like it was breaking it open. Okay, And now we go to what happened to Matt Ryan and company in the fourth quarter. 
If I could just show you the four in a row on one tape, I will. I, I'm going to show you the four straight turnovers that led to an avalanche of fourth quarter points. If we could see what happened from this point forward. Here's the first one. Matt Ryan throws. Mo Cox. And he gets stripped. Scoop and score. Yep. And here we go. Scoop. And guess who? It's Johnny on the spot, Malik Hooker, who's trying to get revenge over the team that drafted him high and busted him. And here we go on the out route, and that's my man, Deron Bland. And here we go again, and Bland steps up again and takes it away from the receiver, and here's the strip sack, and the ball is loose, and it looked like Sam Williams had a touchdown, but they said he got touched. touched. Okay, so there are four in a row, and they came like boom, 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 boom. Four in a row, and to your point, you're shaving, and all (laughs) of a sudden – it's 54 to 19. Yeah. So they got outscored 33 to nothing in the fourth quarter. The second most points, Skip. That's the second most fourth quarter points since the merger. Ever scored. In Ever scored. Quarter. Yes. It tied for the second most. Yes. It was also the most points scored in any quarter ever by a Dallas Cowboy team. 33 points. Yeah. Well, the most points th- scored this year by th- any th- team that, also. That's historic. Okay. That's twice you've done that, Skip. You've done some things that you've never done before. Okay. And by the way, over the last two years, we have scored 50-plus three times, and that's the whole league has had three of those. Right. So, so we we have the, the nuclear capability right. to explode on teams. Yeah. But, Skip, like you, you were saying, when you look at – when you, if you just look at the numbers, and not, not you didn't watch the game, you just look at the numbers, you're like, okay, there was 7-13 on third down, 54%. That's good. 1-1 on fourth down, 385. You're like, okay. 23 first down for the Cowboys, 18. You're like, man, this was a close ball game. Time of possession is not that out of hand. How the hell did the team get 54 points with only 385 yards? 385 (laughs) total yards, right? In all my years of playing and watching, I've never seen something happen like this. Okay. Matt Ryan had 12 first downs passing. Dak Prescott had 11 first downs passing. So if I told you that stat and I asked you the final score, you wouldn't say 54 to no, 19, no, right? No, no, And then I, I look at, as you said, time of possession, but, but the Cowboys were 4 of 4 in the red zone, but, but Indy went 2 of 3 in the red zone, and you'd think, well, that, right. that's scary. Right. Like, that, that could be. Skip, I, see, now, now I got the calling question. You talked about how Matt Ryan had a higher QBR than Dak Prescott. How? He had three interceptions and a fumble. Dak had one interception. He threw uh, what? Two, uh, three touchdown passes. How does Matt Ryan out QBR him? Under what? In, in, in what light year? He was twenty-one of six, twenty-one of thirty-seven. Dak was twenty of thirty. So I'm trying to figure out how does the guy who throw for less touchdowns, throw more interceptions, has a fumble, get sacked more, and somehow his QBR is higher? Skip? Okay, it, it is a subjective <laughs> stat, but in the end. It's because for the first three quarters, he clearly outplayed Dak Prescott because yes. they had those long drives, yep. and he was really good. Like you he, tell me, a, he made a bunch of really good throws. You, like you tell me, an NFL game is four quarters. Okay. So did they stop taking QBR after the third quarter? Okay, I, I got you. But in the end, when I sat back and looked at my bright spots versus <clears throat> my, my ugly spots, right. I, I was not impressed. In fact... Overall, it, it felt more like I was watching a pretender than a contender, even though my schedule is set up beautifully. Yes. I do believe my team was looking ahead. I think it's looking ahead dangerously to Christmas Eve. Okay. I think it looks at the schedule like, oh, we got the Dolts. They're not the Colts right now. They're the Dolts. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've got the Colts, 
Then we got Houston at home. Go then to go to Jacksonville, who got shredded and, and waxed by Detroit yesterday, mm -hmm. who scored 44. The Lions could score offensively. They can I know. put points I, on I, you now. I got it. Had your boy been trouble again? Until the at Jacksonville can be dangerous. You yeah. know what they did to Baltimore yeah. two weeks ago. But but again, you would set it up and say, well, you can win those next three to get to to your revenge game against Philadelphia. Right. And if you happen to win that game also. You would be 12 and three. Right. Well, that would work because then you have to go to Tennessee. That's no bargain. Right. And you have to go to Washington to, to close it out, and that's no bargain. Yeah. But maybe that won't even matter. That's a rivalry game, and they, they did, okay. tie, uh, did a great comeback and tied the Giants. I, I think, you know, your two games are going to be back to back. You, like you mentioned, the Christmas Eve game against the Eagles and then Tennessee. But I still, I mean, looking at the way the Eagles played yesterday, Skip, <sighs> good luck. They feel like they are uncatchable. And I look at their closing schedule, it, it ranks the 18th toughest. Dallas is the 17th toughest. But when I look at the Eagles, they go to the Giants, they go to Chicago, that's win-win. Then I think they're going to lose to the Cowboys. I'm right. already on record with that. But then they finish at home with Saints and Giants. Okay, what if they win four of their last five? Well, you, you can't can catch them. <laughs> you can't catch them. Even if you win out, you can't catch them. No. You, you can't catch them. So, in the end, all I know about last night is it's over. All I know about last night is it went in the win column. All I know about last night is it does not bode that well going forward because I don't know who my cornerback I, – I don't know if Deron Bland can, can – he, he's a slot corner. Right. He ran 4-4-5 four, four, mm -hmm. in his pro day out of Fresno State, played at Sac State for quite a while, and then finished last year at right. Fresno State. Can he move outside and play the, the outside? You better hope so. Well, Skip, you should be proud. The Cowboys are one win away from having double-digit back-to-back winning seasons since the first time since 96. If the playoffs started today, you know who y'all got, right? At the I, I fifth seed, okay. the fourth seed would be the Bucks. Okay. Y'all would go All to right. Tampa. Okay. You would like that matchup. You would love that matchup. Well, you would pick the Cowboys. I guarantee you pick the against the Bucks. The way the Bucks are playing and the way your Cowboys are playing, I would you, have to see how the Bucks are playing at that point because they have a hellacious finishing schedule to me. Because they got their nemesis Saints tonight, then they have to go to San Francisco, then they go home and play Cincinnati. But here's the thing, though, Skip. San Francisco. We're going to talk about this a little later. San Francisco without Jimmy G. Can Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, who yeah. was the last pick in the, in the draft this year. By the way, I like Brock Purdy. I watched him for four years at Iowa State. He's pretty good, but he ain't no Jimmy G at this point. With right. You're asking, you're asking a rookie quarterback with <laughs> very little experience no. to take you all the way. I agree. But their defense, their defense is legit. It looks like it's the best in football. <laughs> their defense is legit. Yep. So, all I know for sure is my Cowboys are 9-3, and three, and I'll take it and run with it. I mean, it. you talk about this. I'd rather be left on hurts. Everybody hurts. Yeah, everybody hurts. I, I tried to the warn Cowboys you. The Cowboys going to hurt. I tried to tell you. Yep. 11 and 1. Did you? I didn't yeah. know they were 11 and 1. Huh. Maybe we're going to have to beat Philly twice. <laughs> then you, no, you ain't beat nothing. You're not no, beating nothing. We you might go, have to. They, as a matter of fact, they're going to sweep you. We, we might have to go back to Philly for the NFC Championship. You're not going game. back. You're yeah. not going back. We might. Philly going to come in. Nope, nope. Uh, you want some cases right now? I'll take it right now. You talking real big? I'm, t I'm, I'm on record. I've got Dallas over Philadelphia. Revenge will be served and on Christmas Eve. You just it's going to be a very merry Christmas Eve. Your team just scored 54 points, and you gave them a one on the impressive meter. And now you I'm just being honest with you. I didn't like it. <laughs> you just gave but them you a one. You know what? But it's, it's, a, it's a dub. 
They did not come to your restaurant Ooh, last night. A.J. Brown. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine A.J. Brown on, on Brown, a, a boss man fat? Or Devontae, which one Which one you want boss man fans we'll to go? figure it out. <laughs> Good luck figuring it out. Maybe it'll be bland. You just never know where Skip <laughs> is going to go when it yeah. comes to evaluating his Cowboys. <laughs> we got to leave this one here, guys. Good stuff. Great start to the morning. I want to get your opinion on yesterday's big win by the Bengals. Joe Burrow, oh, does this mean, impressive. guys, that he surpassed Patrick Mahomes? Uh, no. Plus, what did Deshaun Watson show in his Ooh. return? That and much more coming up next on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs 27-24 yesterday. That despite being two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Burrow had nearly 300 passing yards and three total touchdowns in that win. He remains undefeated against Mahomes and the Chiefs. I watched this one on the plane home and uh, served a few people next to me. Shannon, has <laughs> Joe Burrow proven he is better than Patrick Mahomes now? No, I still would take Patrick Mahomes over Joe Burrow, although he does play really, really well um, when he plays Patrick Mahomes. This team plays well. And, Skip, if you look at the three games, they've all come down to, what, three points. And it's normally a turnover. And in the game, that's, the quarterbacks are very, pretty closely matched. The, offense, the teams are offensively matched. Although I do believe Joe Burrow has more firepower. When you look at the way they can run the ball with P. Ryan, Joe Mixon did not even play yet. Yesterday. Oh they get Jamar Chase back. They get Higgins. They got Boyd. Uh, I like uh, Hurst as a tight end, even though he did not he inflict out. it. He didn't yep. do any. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. He didn't do any damage. He was out. But you look at those three receivers, Skip, and then you got to pick your poison. How do we play them? If we play cover two, they're going to run us out of cover two because the P Ryan's going to run the ball. And he had a great day running the football yesterday. Twenty-one rushes, one hundred and six yards, five yards of carry. If we try to play man coverage, do we really want to single up Higgins and Jamar Chase? Or do we leave Boyd one-on-one? -on -one and, and you saw them take advantage of it. These games, when you have evenly matched teams, normally come down to a turnover. And if I could tell Travis Kelsey anything, I know he's going back home. He's from Cincinnati, the Heights. He wants to play well. Sometimes you got to know when the journey's over. Fighting for extra yards, mm, 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 
pops the ball out. Yep. They'll have, they have a four-point lead at that point in time, mm -hmm. Skip. Who knows? Maybe they attack on a field goal. Who knows? They get a touchdown, and maybe it's a seven, a touchdown lead, or maybe even a two-score two game. But Cincinnati gets the ball, goes down the field in the next possession. They take the lead and doesn't, uh, lead and doesn't give it back. <clears throat> give them credit. I saw something yesterday, uh, uh, the, the, the Chiefs' defense. Skip on third and 11. I, like most people say, they're just going to run the ball, make it. The last play. The last play. It. Yep. Skip. The man threw the ball down the field. He didn't throw the ball to the flag and says, okay, break a tackle, juke three, four people, and get the first down. No, nah, I'm throwing this ball down the field. He threw a dart. The guy, was, I, the, the guy can't defend it any better than what he defended it. But Joe Burrow, trusting his receiver, the, receiver's being, the receiver being where he was supposed to be, makes a great catch. And that's what these games come down to. Yesterday, the Bengals did a great job. They do a really good job of pressuring him, keeping him in, in the pocket. Uh, those two edge rushers, Hendrickson and Hubbard, do a great job. They did a great job yesterday of pressuring uh, Patrick Mahomes. They got him a couple of times, but they pressured him a lot more, and they did a great job of when Patrick escaped the pocket of flattening out, not letting him turn the corner and getting those yards that we see, see him get, Skip. So, uh, and the Chiefs entered Sunday leading the league in scoring, but didn't score a point in the fourth quarter. So give Cincinnati credit. Their offense, we know what their offense, mm -hmm. offense represents, especially if you can't get Joe Burrow on the ground. But their defense, although they don't have big household names, they don't have a Fred Warner middle linebacker or one of these top-notch safeties or corners, they play very, very sound defense as a unit. And people don't give them enough credit for how well they rally to the football. They do a great job of getting the ball out. And normally when they arrive somewhere, they get the guy on the ground. Give the Bengals credit yesterday. They're a very good team. And it came down to one turnover being the difference in the ball game. But, no, I do not think Joe Burrow uh, has surpassed Patrick Mahomes. I still would take Patrick Mahomes. Even though Joe Burrow is now 3-0 and zero yes. against Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes. Yes. All right. I first guessed this early last year. I'll just take Joe Burrow any day or Sunday or Monday or Thursday night over Patrick Mahomes, even though it's very close. But what I see is Joe Burrow has a little better command of the position than Patrick does. Joe Burrow has a little bit better pocket poise than Mahomes does. Joe Burrow is, is more about Brady-esque command of the position than, than Patrick, who just plays with extreme arm talent and athletic ability, extreme. And yet, in the end, I blame this mostly on Andy Reid because he just lets this, this kid, he's still a kid to me, get away with near murder. I'm going to show you a play that happened middle of the third quarter. It's a second and ten play. The game's seesawing back and forth. And all of a sudden, if we could see this play, it, it's a Mahomes throw that he just throws up for grabs. And he does this way too much, and it should have been picked, and it wasn't picked. Not sure this is it, I think. No, that wasn't it. But anyway, there's a throw in the middle of the point. He, he just throws one. He'll just run around and just throw it up for grabs to Valdez Scantling, and it, it came down almost in Bengals' oh, yeah. arms. But he, he does that way too much. And then we go back to the other side of the ledger, and I thought Cincinnati should have won this game going away because there were some key plays early on. If, if we could see the third and three play, this is 724 left in the third quarter. It's third and three at the Kansas City 18. And I don't know what possessed, what demon possessed Tyler Boyd on this throw, but but you you can't throw it any better. No, than no, that. no, no. And it's it's going to result in only a field goal, but that's about as easy a touchdown throw 
as he will ever get hit in the hands with, and he is not a ball dropper. No. That has not been his nope. M.O. in this nope. league. Okay, then there's another play. This is third and one at the 18. Now we're a little later. We're early in the fourth quarter. And this is to T. Higgins, who caught the one at the end. But if we could see this, he throws it, and T. Higgins makes a great play. It was, it was a great, just a little fade throw. And, and he got his feet down, and we never got to see. It never went to review because right. – for some reason, there's an illegal man downfield, and I don't know why. Right. I, I think there was some run-pass option to mm-hmm. it, but but the point is that cost him four more points mm-hmm. because that was a touchdown, and the other one was a touchdown. So it's four points and four points that it cost. So there's eight points fairly late in the game. And then you brought up that last throw. So it's third and 11. They're going to try to run it a couple times yeah. and kill clock. It's, it's 154 left in the game. And Burrow says, no, I, I got this. And he just whips it right over the middle. And to your point, it's it's indefensible. It's just it's the perfect throw uh, throw at the perfect time. Also to T. Higgins for 14 yards that ends the football game. Yes. Okay. It's clutch. It's and I'm not saying Patrick isn't clutch because he is clutch. Mm He, he, he did make the two bad throws that ended the indie game and then the obviously the Buffalo game at home, but. But in the end, but he was clean yesterday. Yeah, he was clean yesterday. But the point is that that Joe Burrow has magic to him. And and I love the quote from Frank Clark after the game, obviously playing for the Chiefs as a defensive end, of Joe Burrow. He said he has great size and elusiveness. People don't they sleep on his size think. because he's got the home alone baby face, yes. right? Yes. And you think does. of him as kind of slender and yeah. smallish. But, but he's not slender. He's six feet, four inches okay. tall. And then Frank Clark goes on to say people re- really don't put a lot of respect on his name when it comes to how elusive he is in the pocket and his pocket presence. Yeah. He has great command mm-hmm. of what's happening. He has great pocket poise because he will – in fact, he ran a career high 11 times yesterday. Yeah, you see on the, touch, on the touchdown run, yeah. and he did a great job a couple of times escaping and getting first downs. He does a great job. He's – uh, he, last year in the championship game, Skip, it was he got away and got some key first downs late yep. in the ball game to keep drives alive. He's he's doing it as much with his head as his arm because mm-hmm. he's seeing it, he's reading it, and he's delivering it on time. To your point, to very good receivers. Yeah, but he's he, he tends to find the most open one on a very routine and consistent basis, and usually, as opposed to the one Tyler Boyd play, they catch it. Yeah. So, so to me, he is operating at a supremely high level. It's why I picked this team to win the AFC once again. And I think they're, they're positioned, even though they have a tough finish, yeah. they're positioned. We're going to talk about Baltimore here in a little bit, but I don't know how troubled they're going to be without Lamar. Right. Is he going to push to come back, or is he going to say, you know what, I think I'm going to take my sweet time here. Yeah, you might be. Skip, yeah. I don't know if you agree with me, but I'm looking at Andy Trost, the field goal kicker out. To kick a 54-yard field goal. Now on fourth and goal, they scrambled and Patrick Mahomes put the ball over the yep. goal line. So he I'm did. saying Andy. And, and it was a great play. Right. So so I'm saying Andy. Yeah. Why in that situation do you believe that three points I would trust in that situation? I believe I trust Patrick Mahomes with the ball in his hands more than I do with Harrison the ball on Harrison Buckner's foot. Skip, I would have gone for it. Butker made one from like was it 60 something? Did he make a 62? I think earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I've seen him miss PATs and he hadn't been. He, yeah, he I mean, he missed some time. Skip with that injury, hurt himself. I think it was the indie game that he ends up hurting himself, and so he missed some time and he hadn't really got back into a complete rhythm. But in that situation, 
On the road, I think I'm going to trust Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to put the ball in his hands and say, I believe in your son. Go make a play. Because if you don't get it, guess what? The ball is going to be right there. If you miss the field goal, the ball is going to get it right there. So who do you trust? You trust Patrick Mahomes on fourth and four, yep. or do you trust Buckner on a 55-yard field goal? I think the analytics says you probably should trust uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I, I'll buy that. But in the end, the more I watch the Bengals play, the more I like the Bengals. Yeah. And they do a number on Patrick Mahomes every time. They make it very difficult for him. And that they – at least keep the run to – listen, that Pacheco, you want to talk about running yeah, hard. He, he, he has brought a whole new dimension yeah. to their offense, but but he didn't – he didn't, like, like, all out just murder them yesterday. No. They were able to keep him to a low roar and pin him when they needed to pin him. Yeah, the and, difference in the ball game, Skip, is that, I mean, that Patrick Mahomes wasn't bad on third down. They were 6 of 11, 54%, 2 of 2 on fourth down. Yeah, but look what the other team was. They were 7, seven of 11. Uh, but, but the thing was, Skip, is that – look at the plays – they had 12 more plays. So that's the difference in the ball game is that when you uh, Kelsey ends up get losing that fumble and now you give Cincinnati momentum because you could have really done some damage had you gone down the field and scored and gotten more points mm-hmm. on the board. But these two teams, have, and it's going to be like this. It's not. I don't believe it's going to be one way somebody wins a game by 14, 17 points because the teams are too close. The quarterbacks are too close together. Uh, that being said, I would still take Patrick Mahomes. But one turnover is probably going to sway this game. And we've seen that every game they play. The turnovers in the championship game last year swung the game in Cincinnati's favor. The turnover, uh, uh, the first time they played, it was a shootout. I think it was, what, 34-31, yep. 34-37, something yep. like 37-34, but something like that, Skip. So that's where this, these games are going to be headed. I love it. People keep saying that Brady is, is uh, Brady Manning all over again. I can see that. Quarterbacks are very evenly matched. Um, both guys can make – you wouldn't be disappointed having either guy. It's going to be very interesting to see if Paul Brown going to break out the wallet. Mm. I mean, uh, Mike Brown, excuse Mike me. Brown. Rest in soul, Paul Brown. Well, he has no choice. <laughs> Skip, well, he has Skip. no choice. You know they cheat. It's his whole show. Skip, they it's, cheat. Okay, but okay. it's like that kid <laughs> getting sacked the most by far in the whole league last year and the most in the playoffs – got them to a Super Bowl, and they hung right in there. Yeah. They had chances late in the game to win the game against the Rams. What does history tell you about the Bengals? They well, don't I pay. Know, I know, and then you got Jamar Chase coming up next okay, year. Okay, now that could be a problem. <laughs> they, they might say, well, we've, we've got Boyd, we've got T. Higgins. Right. We'll, we'll go a different draft. We'll draft somebody. Yeah. But listen, Jamar Chase is legit yeah, real deal. Yes, yes, yes. He opens it up because on that last play, they yep. doubled him they and went T. Higgins went one-on-one. Yeah. They will pay Joe Burrow whatever the market <laughs> says that they have to pay because he, he's your whole show. He is. He's your reason for being. And he, get, he's going to give you a chance every year to go to the game. Yep. You, you got you got to pay. I mean, you got to pay him, but their history says, mm, no. Mm. <laughs> Not this time. The trash talking in this one was epic as well all week, guys. It was a show from start to finish, that's for sure. All right, let's move on to Deshaun Watson. Yesterday, he played in his first NFL game in 700 days, guys. The Browns QB completed 12 of 22 passes for 131 yards. No touchdowns, but an interception. Now, Cleveland did get the win 27-14 over Watson's former team thanks to three defensive and special teams touchdowns. Shannon, I know you watched this one. What was your biggest takeaway from Deshaun's return? He looked rusty. He looked like a guy that hadn't played football in two-plus in two plus years, Skip, and that's yep. what you expect. Sure. I don't care how skilled a person is, you don't take two years off from doing something. There's a, if you look at musicians, they normally put music out 
They keep it going, Skip. They want to stay on top of the craft. Uh, Dr. Elitrosh, who you and I both know, he don't take two years off. Well, you know, I think I'm going to do an Achilles surgery and an ACL this year, and I'm going to take two years off. You keep doing them to stay on top of that skill set. Yep, agree. As a quarterback, to be away from the game, and all of a sudden, you can throw all you want to in practice. You can throw all you want to to your receivers. Oh, he was throwing to re That ain't the football. Football is about having guys trying to hit you in the back of your head, you having to read a defense and find the open man. Yep. He looked rusty, Skip. He skipped a couple of passes. He, he looked unsettled. But I expected that. I did not expect Deshaun Watson to look like the last time we saw Deshaun Watson, even though they lost the game, he threw for almost 400 yards. I did not expect to see Desha that Deshaun Watson. Now, maybe some people did, mm -hmm. but I did not. And it's going to take him, Skip. He might not get his complete rhythm back this year. But having played, if he plays down the stretch, he will be a lot better, much better going into next season than he is now. So I'm not, I didn't see anything that like, oh, my goodness. Whew, a man, Cleveland, but I hope he looked exactly like I expected him to look after being away from football for 700 days. Good thing they didn't need him to be anything spectacular yep. because he was far from that yesterday. What, they get a scooping score? They got an interception? Yep. They got a, a punt return for a touchdown? 76 yards. A punt return. So yep. they, they had very little offense yesterday. Mm -hmm. They didn't need it. But moving forward, I expect him to get incrementally better and better. And then the old Deshaun Watson, that for the football player, I think he shows back up. Okay. Because I remain such a big Deshaun fan as a quarterback, even though off the field I now have my doubts. Yes. I was a little shook up by how poorly he played. I thought he'd be a little better than that, but I agree with your premise. 700 days is 700 <laughs> days. Yeah. It's just a lot of days. Yeah. And I don't know about his fitness level. It's, as you always say, you have to go play football to actually be in football shape. Yes. And so I'm sure he's getting a little sore and he's a little gassed and, right. and it doesn't he the rhythm it, it's just moving yes. a lot faster than it moved in practice. I get all that, but it even came down to it's that Houston jumped out to a three to nothing lead and then he goes down, he's got to throw into the end zone. I think he just misread it. I think he was reading man mm -hmm. and they're just sitting in zones where we'd see the end zone interception because I think he misreads the underneath man who doesn't move. He just yeah. stayed right there. He didn't follow the receiver across. But this is just – that's rust. I, I haven't done this for a long time, and it felt like that was going to be a big play. Like It, it felt like Houston was going to play inspired against right. their former quarterback. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, the only way, <laughs> as you point out, that Cleveland got out with a W here and survived was a 76-yard front return and a four-yard scoop and score, and then a pick, a pick six. Yeah. A pick six? <laughs> three well, nine, well, well, three nine offensive touchdowns. That's 21 points right there. Yeah. And then they tack on a couple of field goals. And they were very fortunate that Kyle Allen was the other quarterback because I don't know if you looked at his QBR, but it was a grand total of three. Wow. He was horrible, scale of zero to 100. He, he, he played about as poor a quarterback game as I think I've ever seen. He was just hapless and hopeless. He's Kyle Allen. I mean, what do you expect? Kyle I've, I've seen him have decent yeah, games yeah. before. But he, uh, I think he was in uh, Carolina. He, he was. was in Washington he for was. a minute. Yeah. But he, he kind of bounced around. So, you know, he's a, a backup that can come in and he's serviceable. But I'm not, I wouldn't expect miracles. No. And so they, they were very fortunate. So I told our producer Tyler last night, well, Deshaun was very fortunate that he got to – to, to re-enter back at I Houston his old team. And, and in a stadium where you, you would think there's still some love for him, some love. Mm -hmm. But then I read the story in ESPN about this. Jake Trotter, my friend, wrote a piece. And 
I couldn't hear it on TV, but but he was writing about how the stadium was only half full, but that, that Deshaun got loudly boo. booed yeah. every time he came onto the field. Right. It, I think, look, a, a, part, a part of that, Skip, is the things that happen um, with the allegations off the field, but it's also he wanted out. Yeah. He yeah, wanted out. Yeah, I agree. Know, I totally agree. So he I, wanted out. Right. So it's. It, I, I believe it's. Now, I, I, I'm not I mean, I mean he held out right, because he wanted right, out. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So before the game started, he, in pregame, he signed autographs for fans. He took selfie with fans. Great. Mm -hmm. But then I'm reading about things that I couldn't see on TV, right. like out in the in the tailgate. There was one a mock massage table was right. set up with a mannequin and it said complimentary unlicensed massages. He he's going to get that everywhere, <laughs> everywhere he goes. Okay, the, for it's the just rest started. of his career. Then some Texans fan held up a sign. I would rather be one nine and one than have Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. Right. Okay, he's going to see that. Yes. And then somebody, some guy was wearing a T-shirt that said justice for women on the front and brown shame on the back. He's going to get that everywhere yeah. he goes. And this might be about as light of that sort of stuff as he's going to see because it was in Houston. I, I think, Skip, uh, look, he's going to hear a smattering of that for the rest of his career. But I think as, as, it, as, it, as we move forward, it's going to be less and less because I remember being in the situation when I was with Ray in 2000. Yeah, you were the, in the middle of it. Smack dab. And so the first, and, and it got less and less. I mean, it, you still, they still had the signs and they still. For those had, who don't remember, it was a murder charge. Charge, right? yeah. Okay. Double murder. Yep. Uh, and so it was, uh, it was, it was there. Even, even the next year, I only played two years with Ray before I went back. And this to was only Ray's like. Ray was uh, 90. He came in 96. So it's probably his fifth year in the league. Okay, go ahead. So yep. he had to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Ray played 17. So he had to deal with it for another 12 and, years. And you get to the Super Bowl, and on big media day, he really he, yes. had to deal with it. And I thought he was spectacular yeah. in how he handled himself. And, and, I th and I think that John understands that this is a, this is a part of his legacy. John. Uh, no, Brian uh, Billick was the coach. Yeah, okay. Brian Billick was right. the okay. coach. Right. But I think, Skip, I think yeah. Deshaun understands. Oh, Deshaun. I Deshaun yep. understands yep. this is a part of his well, legacy. Well, he it doesn't is. have to deal with it. But he and got asked about it after the game. And even, I, I, don't, I don't need him to be asked about it anymore. But he's going to be asked yes. about it. And he's going to have to keep saying, I, I just, I can't talk about okay. it. Or I don't want to yeah. talk about They're it. There's still pending litigation. Yep. That is And correct. anything that you say can and will be used okay. against you in a court of law. So going forward, part of this battle that Deshaun faces will be this off-the-field battle. Yes. How yes. do you deal with the relentlessness of it? Because it's not going to go away. Can you rise above it? Can you make peace in your own head with it? Right. Because if it constantly eats at your psyche, it's going to affect your performance. I think the thing is, Skip, I think when you're out there for those three hours, I don't think any of that matters. I think off-the-field, when you're alone with your own thoughts, and you're like, and, and it's on television, or you read about it in the paper, or you're on social media, and they're saying yep. things with the, as you mentioned, with the mannequins, and people have the yep. shirts or the uh, or the poster board yep. signs. So I, I think that's when, because when you're on the field, Skip, you're not thinking about anything. I and, see that's and just one so good that's thing about your game. There are not such things as courtside seats. No, so so you you don't have people like speaking directly <laughs> to right, you right, while you're performing. Right. Yeah, unless you run to the stands, yes. you're not going to hear what people are saying like you could. But if you game. are sitting on the bench, you probably Oh, yeah, if you, you can have what yeah, they call absolutely. rabbit ears. Yeah, you, you can, can probably hear people behind you in yeah. the first couple of rows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you absolutely right? can hear that. Okay, yeah. so you're going to have to tune that out going yeah. forward. He seems strong as far as football character goes, but he's going to have to rise above it from here on. Yeah. And it'll be very interesting to see. Their, their team is still 
pretty, pretty good. very good. I, but I, Skip, I honestly, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I thought they'd be better, a lot better than what they are. I really did. When you look at when you look at their personnel, you look at offensively the way they can run the football. You look at that offensive line. Yep. Defensively, you look at the weapons with a Miles Garrett and some of the uh, Denzel Ward and some of the guys. I thought their record would be better. I don't understand Jacoby Brissett, but yep. they lost some games that they probably should have won even agree. with Jacoby Brissett. I agree. Speaking of Jacoby Brissett, I was very impressed. He is all in for Deshaun. Yeah. He sat next to him every second on the bench, and they were cutting up, laughing, going back and forth. He was trying to keep him loose, right. keep his right. mind out of right. this stuff. A part of and, that, Skip, he understood why he was brought there. Well, well, he does, and he's made complete peace with he's done as a quarterback. I'm here. the backup. Yeah. I was brought here to play how many games. How, we didn't know at the time how many games Deshaun was going to be suspended, but we had a very good indication he was going to be suspended. And once uh, – uh, Sue Burr, I think, Miss Bird, I think when mm -hmm. she rendered her ruling, four mm -hmm. games, we knew yeah. he was going to get that. They appealed. So yeah. we knew he was getting four games regardless. And he understood it, his job to navigate these waters yeah. until Deshaun got back, be it four games, eight games, 11, 12 games, who knows? It might have been the entire year. But he understood his job. He said, okay, they brought me to do it. I did my job. Now I go back to the bench and let me, hey, keep this guy focused, keep his mind. Skip, the really good players. And the better you are, the better you can do what? Yep. Compartmentalize. Yep. He's going to have to compartmentalize. I got a job to do. What transpired off the field transpired off the field. All the commotion going on, but I got to have tunnel vision. The only thing that's important right now is, bet is between those lines. Yep. It reminds me a little bit of when Michael Vick came back, and you know Michael mm -hmm. very well. Yeah, had I had him on your podcast here lately, yep. and we know him very well from this network. Yep. But but he, it, it, you just have to keep your, your nose to grindstone and just try to close yeah. your ears yeah. to it and go forward. You paid uh, uh, Michael, the, I oh, paid, he paid my he, price. He paid his debt to yep. society. Did he? With 23 months in fed yep. and, and a big fine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I, a lot of people don't think Deshaun paid enough because right. not only did he, he, he got a $230 million yeah. guaranteed contract on top of coming out of this right. unscathed. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so from here on, you're going to have to do better than... He didn't serve time. I think no. his reputation... I don't think no. he'll ever get from into this avalanche reputation I, I would agree with that. So he's 12 of 22 for 131 yards. <laughs> you, you're going to have to do better, and yes. I think he will be better yeah. than that. Right. They ran the ball. I mean, but they always run the ball against everybody for the most part. 38 rushes, 174 yards. But that was that's what... That was all that was required of him. Now, Skip, it's going to be hard for me to believe that they can continue to win games with Deshaun Watson going 12-22. He's going to have to get better. Oh, I believe well. he will get better as yep. he plays. All I know right now is I'm just hoping that Kyle Allen is the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans next Sunday because it will be at Jerry World. And Kyle, I need Kyle Allen. Skip, Kyle Allen, Ethan Allen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on. If, if you don't hang 50 on them. Davis Mills, <laughs> Kyle Allen, six of one, half dozen of the other. General Mills. It's, I think we got this. Yeah, you, you think so, huh? I think we got this. But it, they do have some talent. That that little running back just oh, runs I like his Pierce. tail I, off. I, skip. <laughs> Unfortunately, he can't carry the ball enough. Nope. If he's going to have the ball in his hands as much as the quarterback, can you give him 60 carries? Mm -hmm. Well, then you might have a chance. But other than that, Skip, I mean, Brandon uh, Cook doesn't want to be there. No. I don't even know if he played yesterday. He didn't even show up yesterday. So uh, it, no. it's, it's, it's a mess. Yep. Uh, Love, I don't see how Lovey would stand. It's going to be basically three years. You might have a, a different head coach for three straight years, Skip. Because, well, you know, had David Cully, he got fired. Yep. Lovey came in. Lovey's not going to keep this job. No. Welcome to Jerry World, Texans. <laughs> we're, we're, we await your visit. Thank you.
What do you think the Lions will open up? Guys, things do not get easier 14, for Deshaun 15, Watson or the Browns. 17. They've got the Bengals and the Ravens coming Maybe up next. 14. But let's do talk about your Cowboys, Skip, because they're getting a special visitor today. OBJ Ooh. Watch continues. <laughs> and he is set Yikes. to meet with the Cowboys today. We'll give you the very latest coming up on the other side of this break. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Yesterday, England took care of business with a 3-0 win over Senegal to advance to the World Cup quarterfinals. France also putting up three goals, including two from Mbappe and a 3-1 win over Poland. England and France will now face each other in the next round on Fox this Saturday, 2 o'clock Eastern. All right, let's get back into OBJ watch. Odell Beckham Jr., check off the Giants. He's already met with them. And now he's scheduled to meet with Skip's Cowboys today. According to reports, those meetings will not include any workouts for Odell. Okay, so now Jerry Jones is telling reporters OBJ not working out, not going to be a deal breaker when it comes to potentially signing the free agent. But Shannon, what do you think? Should him not working out indeed be a deal breaker? No, um, and um, Jerry's made it abundantly clear. I think Jerry really wants him because he said, Skip, I want this to work. We've got a quarterback that can really make music with him. I think we've got an offensive line that would give the quarterback time to make music with him. So Jerry is saying all the right thing. Now, Skip, uh, I, I think Odell coming off of uh, ACL surgery, going to get a physical, went to the Giants, got a physical, went to the uh, uh, going to the Cowboys today, probably take a physical, have their doctors look at it, probably get some more imaging done. Hey, looks good to me. He's not going to work out. Um, is that uncommon? Maybe uh, for this time of year. But Odell just isn't any street free agent, Skip. Normally, most street free agents, when I was in the league, they come in on a Tuesday. Yep. They work out. They, you know, they run the 40 and they do drills on the field. But that's not where Odell is. Odell says, look, I had off-season surgery. Here's my medical records from my doctors. You have your doctors take a look at me. If you like what you see, 
sample it, hey, let's make a deal. Mm. And so that's where they are right now. Jerry has made it abundantly clear. The incident that happened last week is not going to deter he, us from deciding had, on them. He had no him, use for it. He just dismissed it. Him yep. not working mm-hmm. out, he said it, is not going to deter us mm-hmm. from signing o, OBJ. So mm-hmm. OBJ is not going to work out from anyone. I don't have a problem with this. It seems to me uh, he's going to meet with the Cowboys today, make a decision by some uh, – Skip, if it was about winning, he said the Cowboys haven't lost since that. The Giants have uh, tied a game, lost a game. Um, Kansas City, I'm sure they're a Buffalo. There are some other teams out there. But for me, I think for Odell, the best situation for him right now mm. would be the Cowboys. Yep. De- depending on the money, you hear the cap's going to be like 220-something million next year, which would bowl well for Jerry. Yep. Because uh, they have 6.3 million in cap space, have a little bit more next year. So, Skip, theoretically, they could do the deal this year and yep. then have more money to give him something more to his liking. Because he's made it clear, Skip, I want a long-term deal. I want to establish roots wherever <laughs> I sign. So I think he's gonna. I think it's more looking more like the Cowboys going to be it. Okay. Back to the flashpoint of this. My first issue, which I first guessed, was I don't know why this had to wait all the way until today. <laughs> this could have been last Monday. Right. But I'm starting to get the sinking feeling that Odell is much more concerned about next year than what's left of this year. Right. Which is why he's in no rush to take his visits or to work out for anybody because he's about the longer term. So he's like, what do you want to see me run for now? You can look at the IG video, right? Right. And and it looks good, but to your point, you can run all you want on a treadmill (laughs) straight ahead. How well I know. And it doesn't matter. It has no impact on your side to side. Mm -hmm. It, It has no impact on cuts or leaps or all the things that Odell used to do once upon a time, a long time ago, in the National Football Well, he's got to do it again, Skip. He wants yeah. to play wide receiver in his league. He's still going to have to plant, cut, change direction, okay. transition, in and out of breaks. And he, he posted a nice tweet. It was, I guess it was last night at someone. Look at the time stamp on it. But he was basically talking to his new son, so, like, I want you to see me do right. this again. Yes. And I want to do it at the highest yeah. level so yeah. you have a memory of what your dad is right. on the, the football right. field, yeah. okay? Yeah. Love that, yeah. love that. Yes. Are we, are we talking about next year and the year after, or are we talking about right here, right now? Well, Skip, even, I mean, the son is newborn. I don't even think he's a year old yet. No. With that being said, Skip, in order for Odell to, for, in order for his son to see his dad play and to realize what his son, what his dad did without someone telling him, Odell's going to have to probably play like five, four or five more years <laughs> for say. his kid. Because I, I was very fortunate I had kids early, Skip. My kids remember because they were old enough to go to Super Bowl. They were yep. old, my son was like 11 when I retired. So he got an opportunity okay. to see. Odell's going to have to. It's not just this year, Odell, if you want your son to see you yep. and to remember what you did. You're going to have to play like three or four more years. He's going to have to get okay. some size. So... Chris Collinsworth went strong on this last night. I know you don't know. I don't know. But he just said, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm paraphrasing what Chris said, but but I agreed in principle, in premise with what he was saying. If I'm Jerry Jones, I, I want to just see him with Dak out there with somebody throwing him some footballs, say five or six routes, just to see what he looks like, just to see what his sort of his ability to cut is. Right. Well, Jerry seems to have no issue with right. this right now because he says I'm going to be looking for reasons to do this, not for reasons not to do right. this. So this would be a reason not to do this, right. okay? Yet Jerry also says in the next breath, 
We want to certainly see something that gives us every opportunity to have a big year this year right. with Odell. Right. This year yeah. with Odell. Yeah, I, I ain't worried about next year. I'm okay. talking about right now because I believe I'm in position right now. I believe I got a team right now. I ain't talking about next year. Anything can happen next year. You know, hey, I believe I got a team right now mm -hmm. considering what happened in San Francisco and considering that Tampa Bay that hasn't correct. looked like Tampa all year. Nope. And it seems like I only got one team really to contend with because I've already did a destruction on Minnesota. You did. So I feel very comfortable I can go do another demolition job on them. That and if correct. Seattle gets into the playoffs, yep. Geno is playing phenomenal. He is. But I believe, I believe this year I have a team that can get to and win the Super Bowl. Okay. And I agree. So Jerry's going to sell that Tyron Smith, a first ballot Hall of Famer, is due back. In the next, he's going to start practicing this week. I don't know how quickly that will right. reach fruition. But he's due back at left tackle, which will allow Tyler Smith, who's been a godsend as a rookie at left tackle, right. move him to left guard where he was playing some with Jason Peters last night right. at left tackle. Right. Well, you put Tyler Smith all of a sudden at left tackle. Now you, now you're talking domination, yeah, you right? Yes. Now you've got something mm -hmm. with obviously Zach and, and going Ta all the Terrence way up to Terrence Steele at the right tackle. Mm -hmm. Still not the biggest fan of Biotish, but he's doing okay. Yeah. But the point is that they're going to sell Odell on. Look what we got here. We've got CD in place. We got Michael Gallup on the rise again as he comes yeah. back off his ACL. Yeah. You could just blend right in as the number two or three or whatever you want to be. There's no big pressure. And yet, what did I tell you, Mr. Sharp, from the start? The reason I wanted Odell is I don't really care about how much he actually contributes immediately. I just love the message you would send to your locker room of, we just went out and got Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. He was a Super Bowl catalyst for the Rams. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Odell's taken on kind of a new life of he's, he's a good luck charm. He's right. a talisman. He's, he's something <laughs> that you want in your locker room because all of a sudden, your fate is going to change. Your fortunes are going to change because you got Odell Beckham Jr. I, I, think, I think Jerry Skip, he also said, if his skills are skills that we've come to associate with his name, if he's got some of that, that would help us. I'd say. So can, can he give us what he gave the Rams down the stretch last year? Built, I mean, when he first started, catching one, two passes here and there. And yep. then at the, at the end of the season, he started getting more involved. And then when the playoffs, he was heavily involved. Yep. Jerry said, if he can give us that. Okay, my problem is time's a-wasting. We're, we're, we're getting down to nitty-gritty here, right? We got what? These teams, what are the Cowboys? What you got, got four five, weeks left? Five weeks, five, five, weeks, five weeks left. One, you two, three, four, five. We got five games left. And by the way, you asked the question. I looked, checked with the the, the point spread on the game. Houston, it's 16 and a half. So you were closer than I was. I thought it would be 14. And by the way, 16 and a half would be easily the biggest spread of the year yeah. in the National Football League. So don't need Odell for the Houston game. <laughs> And maybe for the Jacksonville game, but wouldn't you like to have him in the fold and maybe even contributing wow. a little bit for Philadelphia? You do really, think about what you just said, Skip. Mm -hmm. You talk about an NFL team being favored over another NFL team by three scores. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I thought maybe Jerry, especially off the plane incident of last week, right. that he'd say, well, I kind of like what we look like because I drafted CeeDee Lamb and I drafted Michael Gallup and I drafted those two young tight ends and I drafted Dalton Schultz and I kind of like how we look yeah. right now. Why would I want to upset this apple cart right now? But he knows what, what, what I think I know, which is Odell is that guy. Right. He, he is just on sheer reputation, on presence, on magnitude, on social media domination. Right. 
You put him in the locker room, and 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 again, you know Dell better than I do. I just watch him closely from a distance. Yeah. I I've never thought he was a bad guy. Right. I don't think he wants to be a disruption. I, I thought he just eased in quietly with the Rams mm-hmm. last year. He made no waves. Right. He caught, I told you, he averaged three balls for 34 yards a game for the last eight. But he right. played eight games with right. the Rams mm-hmm. d- down the stretch. Right. Eight games. Yeah. Well, there are only five left, and he's not even signed yet. He's one of the few guys, Skip, that have played in. He knows what it's like to play in an NFC Championship game. He knows what it's like to play in a, a Super Bowl. Yep. So that's some valuable information that he can share with the team. Because as the games go along, the, the, the pressure mounts. Just yep. the anticipation. You win. That first, you win that first game, and you know how Cowboy fate. Skip, here we go. We going to the Super Bowl. Definitely. You win the next game. Oh, we book it. I'm buying my tickets tomorrow. So that pressure is only going to amp up, and to have someone okay. that's been there as recently as last year. Well, and plus, Skip, yeah. I think you would trust Gallup, CD, and Odell as opposed to Gallup, CD, and Noah Brown in an NFC Championship game. Completely concur. And what? I'm going to knock on wood when I say this, but people do get banged up. Yeah. And you need depth at that position for sure. So I I would feel more comfortable with Odell going forward, even if he were in my back pocket, even if he were just somebody, you know, who could give me a couple of catches a game. Right. But he did not explode last year until they went to Tampa. Remember that? Yep. Yep. And he caught nine balls for 113 yards. Right. Are you kidding me? They had the best receiver in football. They had Cooper Cup. He yeah. was getting triple covered right. at Tampa. And all of a sudden, Odell's like, seriously? Right. Me in single coverage? Right. Well, right. I'll, I'll, I don't care who it is. I can be single coverage right. every Because time. you're going to be asking. He's, he's not going to get the number one. The number one guy probably will go to, C, go to CD. The two guy will probably go to Gallup. So you're the guy, Odell, okay. working on the third or the fourth corner. And, and it feels like CD has emerged. I know you're not the biggest fan. I keep but I, I, but, I, but I will concede he's getting, he's getting better. He's, he's, he's starting to live up to the billing because at the beginning of the year, Skip, by no metric could you put him in the top ten receivers yep. when you look at the guys of the top ten. And so now, but you know, week after week, no, he's not having – he didn't have a Tyreek Hill day yesterday. Nope. He didn't have one of those – 115 yards and two touchdown games, but you see him making plays. He made some big plays. He made some big catches. Made a heady play yesterday. The guy didn't, hey, man, you didn't throw me down. All you did was spin me in the direction I was going. So he rolled right over his back, and he went 20 yards for the first touchdown. It was a big play. Yes. And I showed you the big play late, the third and 10 play, where he just cut it outside and beasted. Mm -hmm. Well, so he is firmly established with, with total confidence that he is the man in the locker room. He is your number one receiver. Yes. So, and with Gallup reemerging, Odell's in a sweet spot because I don't think Odell wants to go anywhere like the Giants where he walks in the door and they're saying, Savior, save us. Yeah, but he's going to walk in the door and be a short season because it looks like they're starting to moonwalk back the other way. Okay. They did get a tie out of it yesterday. But, <laughs> yeah, but again, it's not a loss. And they're still afloat. Right. But I just can't imagine how he wants to go back to New York and, and be the number one receiver. But, Skip, I, but forget the number one. Okay, you're the number one see, receiver with a bad quarterback. Yep. Let, let me be the number two receiver with a great quarterback or a good quarterback. Let me be the number one, number three receiver with a very good quarterback that I know can get me the ball. What good is that? I'm the number one receiver, and the guy can't consistently get me the ball. Okay. All I'm going to do is be frustrated. Okay, I told you from the start, Odell Beckham Jr. was born to wear that star on the side of his helmet. He was born to play for the Cowboys at some point in his career. So he did New York, he did L.A., unfortunately he did Cleveland, but he did New York and he did L.A. Now you need to go to the NFL's Hollywood that is (laughs) Dallas, Texas, because 
There's no show like the greatest show in the world. This is Jerry Jones as the ringmaster. Odell would be perfect for this. I I don't even care if he catches two balls for 20 yards a game. It's perfect for him if, in fact, he wants to play this year. I'm I'm not convinced he is gung-ho on wanting to actually play football this year. That may be a a catch to all this. He might tell Jerry in the end, hey, I I just don't know if I'm ready to go yet. I'll I'll be there for you next year and the next year, so let's do it for two more years. Right. Well, I, I definitely think uh, uh, if he doesn't, if he does that, Skip, he goes back into the free agent pool with some of these guys coming out. I think his chances of getting the type of money yep. that he wants would be greatly as opposed because now, I'll Skip, I'm a full year. I'm a full 16, 17 months post-surgery. Maybe, but this is the Cowboys. This is an opportunity. They're 9-3. and three. Uh-huh. The schedule sets up for them to be 12-3 and three if they beat Philadelphia. They got two tough games at the end of the year, but they have a chance to make a deep run, obviously. And it feels like the momentum is building, and he could ride a great wave in north central Texas. Man, 14 and 3. Can you imagine what the expectation is going to be with your Cowboys? Mm-hmm. 14 and 3? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will take it and run with it, but Ooh. I'll take Odell. Amen. I need Odell in my locker room. I just need him in my locker room. That's all. But he's going to have to take a little bit of an America's team discount here. Well, we're not doing the show from your dressing room because y'all go 14 to 3 and lose in the first round. Yeah. You're not going to come out the dressing room. So <laughs> You think? Nah, no, no. Maybe I'll just do it remote from my dressing room. No, 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 no. no. You got to come out here and face the music. I want to hear you look at the camera. We not them boys. Not them boys. You feeling good right now? You feel, got I'm 54 points last good. night? I, I didn't love the way we played, but we got 54, and we're 9-3, and three, and Odell is coming to Dallas. I just hope he's ready to play for Dallas right here, right now. You say now. you don't need him for the next two weeks. I, I need him at practice on Thursday. Oh, How about okay. that? Okay. Yeah. Just to start to get, get a get feel. Him feel. and Dak, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just ease back into it. Well, guys, this is a long visit that starts today because it actually spills over into tomorrow. He'll meet with the team's leadership council, those 11 players. Wow. So uh, probably going to be a couple of hours until we have some sort of decision, I would imagine. Mike, why you didn't right. let us meet with Jimmy three G. agents? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Jimmy G carted off the field yesterday, mm-hmm. guys. What does that season-ending wow. injury mean for the NFC playoff picture? Skip Ugh. and Shannon dive into the projections. Coming up Not next good. right here on Undisputed. Mm-hmm. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Speaking of the 49ers, Jimmy G suffered a broken foot. It's going to keep the Niners quarterback out for the remainder of this season. San Fran still able to hold on yesterday and beat the Dolphins 33-17. But now they're starting their third-string quarterback as the playoffs creep closer. Shannon certainly might shuffle this NFC playoff picture. Who's in the driver's seat now, in your opinion? I still think the Eagles. The Eagles, what they did yesterday was very, very impressive. Uh, they took apart the Tennessee Titans, and they look good and do it. Jalen Hurst, I think 380 yards, had two receivers go over 100 yards uh, receiving in that game. 
Uh, A.J. Brown has been a godsend, and I think that's what any team that have a young quarterback, if you want to maximize his potential, go get him a number one receiver. And you see what it's done for Tua. It's put him in the MB, in the lead in the MVP discussion. And Devontae Smith has gotten even better from his rookie year to his second season. With that being said, Skip, I think the Eagles are still in the driver's seat, Skip. I was excited about Jimmy G because he understood they have weapons. Now, Christian McCaffrey, you see what he's doing in that offense. They hand it to him. They throw it to him. Debo is Debo. Brandon Ayuk, Jennings comes along. You still have Kittle. They had a very, very good offensive football team. And we know they, can, they just got Armstead back. But we know Nick Bosa, right now, he's the defensive player of the year, Skip. 14 and a half sacks in the last game that we saw. Two of the three last games, Skip. You remember Green Bay? You was like, well, I didn't see Mike enough. Mm-hmm. Now we saw another game last night. We didn't see Mike enough. Now when he flashes, he flashes big. It's, it's a thunderstorm. It is. But right now, mm-hmm. it's not. Re- he's like Southern California. We're not getting enough of those. Yep. And Nick Bosa, every time you watch him play, Skip, it's a sack. Three sacks, five pressures yesterday. Mm-hmm. This team was complete. But I think it brought a lot of other teams. Dallas Cowboys said, hey, ain't no way a Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the NFL draft, can beat us. Mm. The Eagles are saying, ain't no way a Mr. Irrelevant can beat us. Tampa started like, well, hey, now we got to really – Tampa goes to San Francisco. As a matter of fact, Sunday. Don't they play Sunday? I think they play Sunday. Yeah. They play Monday night in New well, Yeah, they have to be on a short week. Right, they have right. to fly to San Francisco. Right. Yeah. And Tampa's like, well, hey, we got a chance that we so happen to have to play them. I like our chance. Now, it might be a struggle for our defense – but, uh, 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 I mean, our offense yep. could go against their defense, yep. but our defense should be able to – they did a job on Tua yesterday. That defense did a job. Skip, I didn't know they had the ball for 40 – they had the ball for 40 minutes to Tua's 19 minutes. I'm like, that's crazy. I mean, he's been, he's been in the system. He was 35, 27 to 35, 210 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, San Francisco forced four turnovers. But I just think, Skip, it's brought all these other teams. The Eagles, like – the Eagles were like, they were standalone. They like, we, we good. But I think the Cowboys, I think the Bucks, maybe Seattle, all of a sudden they're like, well, hey, I sure would like to face them in the first round with a backup quarterback. No, not a backup. The backup to the backup quarterback. So I think it's brought a lot of teams in the NFC, Skip. Mm-hmm. I still think right mm-hmm. now it's a two-team. For me, it's a two-team race. I think it's the Eagles and the Cowboys. Mm. Do you really? I do. I think it's the Eagles and the Cowboys right now. Woo. For what I've seen. I'll take that. From top to offense, defense, special teams, I think it's the Eagles and the Cowboys. I had no idea Jimmy G was that hurt until I'm watching NBC pregame, and I believe it was Mike Florio who said he's gone for the year. Well, I saw when it happened. I said, oh, he done. He ain't coming Ooh. back from that. I, well, I, know, I didn't know he was done for the year, Skip, but I know he wasn't coming back in the game no, because you see the way the, the ankle bit. No, I got it. But Kyle Shannon said there are multiple breaks in yeah. his ankle and foot. So, whew. All of a sudden, the heavens opened, and, and I hate to see the injury gods dictate the outcome of these pro football seasons, but they, they just do. And all of a sudden, you, you know that Jerry Jones sat back and said, maybe this is my year. That's why Odell looms even larger now is because of Jimmy G. I used to say Jimmy Gag. Now it stands for Jimmy G as in gone. He is gone for the year. And all of a sudden, the Eagles are saying, well, we thought we were the best team already, so now we are clearly the best team, even though I was grudgingly having to admit San Francisco was starting to separate (laughs) from the field. That's what they were doing. And the the guy they didn't want anymore, Jimmy Garoppolo, had rebounded into a a viable Super Bowl-type quarterback for them. So all of a sudden, I I told you earlier in the show, I watched Brock Purdy for – he started – all four years at Iowa State. Mm-hmm. He's a tough kid. He has a decent arm. He has decent athletic ability. 
He will fight. He will scratch. He will claw. Kyle Shanahan will put him in the best positions to do what he does best. But he is a raw rookie, and there's a reason nobody wanted him until the final pick of the draft. Right. I was a little <laughs> surprised he lasted that long, and I thought he was a good pick for San Francisco uh-huh. at that point just to have him because it's like a gift pick. Right. And now he's going from Mr. Irrelevant to extremely relevant. Relevant. Skip, you're not anticipating. <laughs> you got the guy. You're not anticipating him ever having to play. Well, it's, it's great for scout he, team, you know, some mop up duty or something like that. I know, but you're anticipating Trey Lance was your, right. your future because you gave your your whole world yeah. for him, right? Skip the Eagles, but Skip, I, I don't think we 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 didn't do the Eagles how impressive they were. They beat a team that had won seven of their nine games, and they held Kansas City and and Cincinnati to 20 points. They haven't given up more than 20 points since week three. And the Eagles went and got five touchdowns against them in the blink of an eye. And Sariani pulled his starters in the fourth with Jalen Hurts having three touchdowns and 380 yards. Yep. So that lets you know the firepower that they possess because they went on the road and held Kansas City to 20. And they did that. Remember what a Willis was their quarterback. Tannehill was hurt that game. Yep. And then last week, they lost to Cincinnati. Yep. 20 points. Mm-hmm. So it lets you know they have a very good defense and they can put some points on the board. And the Eagles took them apart. Took Skip, them right apart. now, the best team in football is the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. regardless of conference. We can say NFC, AFC, who's the best in AFC? The best football team mm-hmm. is the Eagles. Okay. So you are ready to acknowledge that Jalen Hurts has taken over the MVP. Yeah, 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 yes, okay. yes, yes. Over Patrick Mahomes. He has, absolutely. So last week, we weren't here last week, but two weeks ago, you were very well, strong. Gonna, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so life has changed dramatically. Oh, yeah, this thing, yeah, right? it, 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 could ch- it could change again, but right now Jalen Hurts is in the lead for the well, MVP. I know I've had Jalen Hurts there for a month, but Tua is not in the conversation no, anymore yeah. for me. Right. After yesterday. Because even, even uh, all the betting houses had Patrick Mahomes was, was the betting favorite. Now, it would be very interesting to see today, tomorrow, what the betting houses. I think, I bet it's flipped. I bet it's flipped. Okay. I believe my Cowboys are perfectly positioned to make a deep run. I had them before the year going to the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. I, I give them a little better shot now to get to the Super Bowl because, to me, they're as good as Philadelphia is. I, I love Jalen Hurts. I fear Jalen Hurts. Right. The day he was drafted, I said they just stole Jalen Hurts in the second round because of his football backbone, his character, right. his leadership, right. his Big game ability, mm-hmm. his big play ability. He he has become the lead. He has changed their culture right. this year. That's why I thought he was the MVP starting a month ago. I think he is separating now as MVP. Now it comes down to how good will San Francisco be with Brock Purdy? Yeah. And now it yeah. sounds like Baker Mayfield is about to be out and hit the waiver He's wire to be in released. Carolina. Carolina, yep. And Ian Rappaport of NFL Network is reporting that that it's possible San Francisco would make a claim on Baker, depending on how he falls through the waivers. But would Kyle take Baker Mayfield just on sheer experience and try to mold him into what they do on offense? It's possible. If anybody can get him to to maximize his potential, it's Kyle. Because they're going to run the football. He's athletic enough to do a lot of – they do a lot of the boot, do a lot of stuff on the run, a lot of misdirection. And if if Baker Mayfield – has any ability to to max to maximize? Yep. Kyle Shanahan can maximize. I, it. I would agree with that, and I think he would be a little better, if not a lot better, than Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy would be at this point, <laughs> just because. And again, I like what Brock Purdy is made of, right. and he played in a lot of big games. Unfortunately, they were at 
Iowa State. Right. I right? think the thing is, Skip, a lot of times what coaches and, and coordinators, what they try to do, they like the young quarterback because he hasn't de developed any bad habits. That is true. So, I, Skip, I can mold him the way I want to. A lot of times you get the old veteran quarterback, they have their habits, they have the ways that they're set in, and it's hard to break old habits. At least Brock Purdy, like, well, he ain't really got no – I don't know how much yep. a God-given ability he got. He had enough to make an NFL team, yep. but he has some ability. Yep. So the question is, uh, uh, for, for Baker Mayfield, it, it's a very humbling experience. You got traded yep. for basically a bag of marbles yep. and some mothballs, and now you're pot about to get – I mean, being released it does something to your ego. It does something to your ego. It does. Sure I mean, when does. the team when your te the team doesn't want you, it bothered Tom Brady that the that, that coach Belichick said, "No, nah, we good, bro. We we moving you on." Crushed him. Crushed him. Agreed. Peyton. Yep. When they released Peyton, Ugh. I don't think Peyton Peyton has been back to Indy twice to mm -hmm. play and 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 when they put the statue up. No, he's Bronco for life. Yes. Right? Yes. He lives in it, Denver. It, it does something to you. I've been released. It does something to you. Yep. No, <laughs> I, I got it. So it'll be very interesting to see if Kyle will say, I, I can figure out Baker because right. the first guy Kyle will uh, contact about this or, or approach would be McCaffrey. Yeah. And he'll say. What type of guy is yeah, he? Yeah, what is he? McCaffrey seemed to get along pretty well with him. And, and ironically, weirdly, maybe fittingly now, Baker's favorite target as a receiver was McCaffrey. Yeah. He he threw him the most big balls. Well, well, if Chris did anything like his dad, he don't care. His dad just wanted to play football. He don't care yep. who's in, who's playing quarterback. Yep. He's throwing the ball. I'm gonna do my job, and I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home and, and do. But Skip, like I said, I was. I, I think everybody was starting to be bullish yep. on the 49ers because they saw how that defense. They held Miami Skip to 0-7 on third down. They did. 0-7 had 308 yards, and Tyreek had 150 of that. Of the 308, Tyreek had 150. We know how dynamic he could be. Yep. But Tua just looked off yesterday. A lot of bounce passes. The Waddle had Waddle open several times. Over Waddle's like, well, damn. Yep, I agree. eight foot tall, bro. Yep, I agree. I I've never been a, a Tua but he was, but, he, but he was playing well, Skip. He had brought he himself into the MVP discussion because he was number one in QBR. He was number one uh, uh, fourth quarter QBR yep. in QB rating, uh, third down against pressure. He yep. was number one in a lot of categories. But yesterday, he just totally dropped him. And then now, look, San Francisco defense had a lot to do with that. Yep. And D'Amico Ryans need to get some serious, serious, serious consideration, Skip, oh, for a head coaching job because he's done unbelievable. He is a force on that side. Man. I, I, I like to watch him operate. He, he should be somebody's leader yeah. before this is said and done. Which brings me finally to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who play on Monday Night Football tonight against their nemesis. They're not out of this thing. No. They're sitting there still barely atop by default the NFC going south. <laughs> and I keep saying, okay, they're poised for takeoff. They're poised for takeoff. And last week they were not poised for takeoff. And that was complete humiliation at Cleveland. But, Skip, I think the thing is I could, I would maybe get my arms around it, Skip, if I saw them for a couple of games scoring the 30s. I agree. But, Skip, they've been in the teens and no, the I low 20s all year. And remember – there's no Tristan worse for a while now. Man. And all of a sudden, Brady's been, again, the most protected quarterback. Now you got to back up at right tackle, and you're mixing a match with the rest yeah. of the line. Cam Jordan looking look at the hey, shots. Hey, listen. New, <laughs> New Orleans has done number after number yeah. after number on Brady. They beat him all four times going into the game at New Orleans, which is game number two. Right. And remember, it's three to three in the middle of the fourth quarter, and Brady right. finally hit Bashad Perriman for a touchdown that made it ten to three. But the only thing that, that that's that's a saving grace is that nobody turns the ball over more than 
the, than New Orleans because they were tired with Matt Ryan as far yep. as turnovers, the quarterbacks fumbling and then throwing interceptions. Well, it's Andy Dalton yeah. tonight. So but, I mean, surely you could beat Andy Dalton, right, yeah. Skip? So two people that are sitting back saying, hmm, are Jerry Jones and Tom Brady. They're saying, hmm, because Jimmy G is gone, and what did Brady, we, we believe, once called Jimmy G? That. You're sticking with that? But, Skip, but the thing is, it all, it's all about matchups. Yep. Now, you mess around and get the wrong matchup the first round, and you're going home. The question brought Purdy, man. I just, I, I think I, if they had Jimmy G, there's no way I'm taking the, taking the Bucks over the 49ers. Mm. But I can't pick Brock Bur- Purdy over, even, over no. Brady, even though they're scoring 18 points a game. No, I just can't I, I do got it. it. Final point about my Dallas Cowboys, I still trust them better on the road than at home. And I don't know why, but it's, it's like home is everybody. It's the world stage. Right. And they just seem to focus better on the road. I yeah. Think. So you, you would rather – so for an NFC I'm championship okay. game, you'd like them to okay. go to Philly. I'm okay. I, I'm They're going to blow the okay. doors off y'all. Not blow the doors off. Really? At least 10. Huh. At least – Huh. Bare minimum. Will you give me the points right now? Bare minimum. If, if it comes to that, would you give me the points? Unfortunately, y'all not going to make it that far. Uh, well, what if we do? Yeah, not. Well, it'd be like Philly by three. Yeah! Huh? Yeah! Would you give me the three? I might be willing to give you 33. Really? Keep talking. Okay, I'm still talking. I'll take 33 <laughs> for 33 three. cases. I'll give you three points right now. If y'all play the Eagles in the championship game, you get three right now. For five cases? Five cases. I'm done. Got Thank it. So I'm coming. See, yeah. I know Jalen Hurts. Thank Cowboys you. hurt. I feel good. Put that hurt on him, Jalen. I feel good about it. <laughs> he going to virtu- give you one of the performance that he gave you yesterday. Cooper Rush almost won at no, Philadelphia. No, he didn't. Cooper- yes, he did. It was 20 to 17. Do you see what that – y'all did number one in third down, the number one in point scored, the number one in yards since Dak's been back in the lineup. Okay. All right. Thanks to Cooper Rush, we're still D- afloat. Dak is having to dig y'all up out of that avalanche of lowest numbers that y'all had with Cooper Rush. Yeah, when we just kept winning every game. Last in the 28th yeah. and third down okay. and 28th and passing yeah. yard. I'll take it. Dak said, look, look, look. It is going to be an epic Christmas Eve <laughs> showdown between the yes, Cowboys and the Eagles, that's for sure. And guys, tonight, my Saints get Marshawn Lattimore back, so that's going to be a huge boost for that defense. Uh-oh. All Uh-oh. right. <laughs> Let's Uh-oh. talk about some coaching, guys. What impact do you think Deion Sanders is going to have after yeah. taking the Colorado job? Social media exploded over this one, Shannon. That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. Sanders introduced as the new Colorado head coach yesterday. Take a look. Here's the presser. Dion has his work cut out for him, though, to try and turn around the 1-11 Buffaloes. That after going undefeated this year at Jackson State. Man, social media was all over this. Shannon, were you happy for Dion in Colorado or sad for Jackson State in HBCU? So many layers here. I was more excited and happy for Dion, who's a very good friend of mine. We talk constantly. Um had an inclination that this might be happening, um, but I just felt that he should be the one to break the news about what was going to happen in his future. I'm more excited for him than I am for or sad that uh, for Jackson State. And I think that Jackson State should be sad, uh, be, be excited, be happy for him, because he gave you the blueprint and showed you what you could be, yep. what you could become. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're more than a head coach. Dion did something that very few coaches are able to do. He leveraged his relationships. Skip. No football team had more uniforms than Jackson State except the University of Oregon. Under Armour, every single week, they got new helmets. They got new unis. He did this with uh, Walmart. 
He took 150000 of his salary and helped finish b building the facilities. He did. He leveraged his relationship with American Airlines, so when they had to travel great distances, they flew American Airlines. Mm -hmm. He had a great relationship with Michael Strahan, so he said, hey, Strahan, can you do me the solid? Hook the boys up with jackets and slacks so we don't look like an all-tournament team when we're on the road. Mm -hmm. Some guys got on sweaters, some guys got on shirt and ties, mm -hmm. some guys got on hoodies, some True. guys got on Jackson State paraphernalia. Yep. He did that. He did that. And still... We get opportunity. We say, "Ooh, we want guys to get opportunities. We want our black coaches to get opportunities." He gets an opportunity. He takes the opportunity, and now you mad. He brought Who, I, who's mad? A lot of blacks that blow up. They're upset, man. He lied. You see what? Okay. It, you see how they hold us more accountable? They don't never say we. Wait, wait, who's they? I'm talking about my community. Okay. The, uh, white people. Not. I'm talking about us. I, they they okay. know what I'm talking about. People are blacks are mad a lot. And, and uh, but, but look at what he's did. He brought eyes to HBCU, Skip. There wasn't nobody talking about HBCU, especially now. Mm -mm. They're talking about their own television. That's because of him. He gave you a blueprint. Now follow the blueprint. There's someone on his staff, probably, and he's recommended somebody on his staff, but now he goes to a place that has uh, uh, resources. Yep. So guess what he can do? He can hire more coaches more minority coaches, bring them, give them opportunities. I don't, I don't recall of an HBCU coach getting an opportunity like this. This was an opportunity too good well, to pass well, up. Never even come close to it's happening. It's too good to pass up. Okay. And so instead of being happy for him, we try to bring him down. How can he lose Jackson State? Why can't Jackson State be the prize? It could be the prize for you, but it might not be the prize for everybody. You might like this restaurant, but that might not be the restaurant for everybody. Be happy for us. It seems like when we do something good, we're the last people to be happy for us. We do everything we possibly can. Well, Dion should have did this, Dion should have did that. Skip, they got mad at me yesterday. I tweeted, look, Skip, you know I went to an HBCU. They, people on, on my, Twitter. Okay. Skip, I went to an HBCU. You did. That wasn't my first choice. Mm. It wasn't. Well, you what, you wanted to go to Georgia? I want, Georgia, Texas, Nebraska. Okay, I got it. Skip, that, yeah. the only, Skip, the only thing I knew about a black college was the United Negro College Fund. When I heard Lou Rawls come to you, the mind is a terrible thing to win. No, no, Skip, not, not one recruited me until the last hour Savannah State, Bill Davis came down. Okay. And my high school football coach wouldn't, didn't want me to talk to him. He asked him, where is he from? He said, Savannah State. He said, do you know who this kid is? Mm. This kid's a top five player in the state of Georgia. You're not going to get him. Yep. He's like, well, damn, can I talk to him? And I heard Coach. I said, come on, Coach. I'll talk to you. Yep. I think he had drove an hour, Skip. The least I could do him give 15 minutes Good. of my time. Yep. Skip, I went to Savannah State and had I, had, I was Prop 48. But I was going to a, a D1 school. Mm -hmm. It was the best. Knowing what I know now, if I, even if I had the grade, Skip, and I know what I know now, I would still go to Savannah State. Yep. Because of the relationships that I have. My One of my longest friends, Bucket McCormick, I met at Savannah State. The class of 86, me, Squirrel, Roughhouse, Big Daddy, mm -hmm. Dane, mm -hmm. Skip, I, can, I can't get that nowhere else. Nope. So I'm glad I made that decision. Sure you are. But an HBCU wasn't my first choice, people. Okay. Got it. Okay. Appreciate every point you just made. I don't know Dion like you do, but mm -hmm. I know him fairly well. He is the rarest of human yeah. beings. I've never been around anything like him. Barry Switzer used to say it's, it's like he didn't come from our planet when, <laughs> when he was watching him even practice for the Cowboys. But, but as a human, it's like he didn't come from our planet. Because nah, he so, just did things that you, you're not supposed to be able to do as a human being. That is correct. And what he did at Jackson State, 
I, I get you when you say he left the blueprint, but there's no other Dion who no. can actually enact the blueprint because it's hard. You have to have Dion's personality, right. his drive, his force, his force field that he creates. Yes. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. I think the thing is, Skip, is because what, what we do when we get these historical great black coaches, we get Coach Robinson from Jackson State, and we get Coach W.C. Gordon oh, at Jackson, Graham, Graham, excuse me, yeah. Jackson State, and we get Coach Jefferson of South Carolina, yeah. and we get these guys, what Archie Cooley, what they do? They stay forever. And so that's, that's right. the natural instinct. Quick, quick point of order. Back, it was back in the 70s, back in the day when I first started in this business with the L.A. Times, mm -hmm. I spent a week with Coach Robinson at Grambling. And when I went home and Chuck Knox left to go to Buffalo, I campaigned out here in L.A. for Coach Robinson to be the next Rams coach. And they wanted no part of that. <laughs> but, but my point is, he had the stature. He yeah. had... He, he, he had the experience. He could have done that. Yeah. He could have changed the culture of the Rams, yeah. okay? But, but the point is, it wasn't going to happen. Dion is he just keeps breaking through barriers. Yeah. And this was a huge barrier to break through. Yeah. Now, look, idealistically, from my side of the table, would, would I have loved for him? This is not realistic, but it, it's more idealistic. Really? Would I have loved to him, for him to have stayed at Jackson State to the point that he created a dynasty? Yeah. And he finally got Ole Miss to say, yeah, we'll play you and go kick their ass. <laughs> and would, would, would I like to have seen him then say, Bama, you want to schedule me? Right. We'll, we'll come and kick your ass. We'll come to Tuscaloosa. Right. Would I love to see that happen? Right. Yes, I would. Right. But Dion would probably, if you're sitting right there right now, he'd say, I'm sorry, it's just not realistic. Right. It's, we, we got it to here, right. but, but that, that's, that's a whole nother jump right. that, that would be not possible. Skipper, okay? you know he about a challenge. Okay. That's why you leave Atlanta and go to San Francisco and says, oh, we believe you're the missing piece. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay, I'll not, do that. You leave, you leave okay. San Francisco and go to Dallas and oh. say, okay, you're the missing you, you, Do you mind the pressure? No, I no. don't mind it at all because I will be. He's, he's the ultimate challenge. He never said yeah. And I think he did a great thing, Skip. He, he came. He brought eyes. A lot of people know about historically black colleges and universities, the pageantry, because uh, the ballot, all the, the bands. A lot of people hadn't even seen them, never seen a black college football game. <laughs> They're on television. <laughs> And most of the time, it was Jackson State. It and was. that was because of him. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully there are more guys that want to coach, uh, professional, like ex-professional football players, uh, college players that say, you know what? Hey, I'll go back. i coach. I want to coach. Yeah. And this is where I did. And, and if, if they're going to give me an opportunity, he's always – I've never seen a guy, Skip, as great a per talent as he is, have the patience that he does. Mm -hmm. I don't – and I, I tell I say, bro, How? How do you have this kind of patience when you're that great? Mm -hmm. And he was great to the umpteenth power. He was. But greatest he, ever. He got the patience and that, you know, I'm just, you know, just be, being cliche, but he has the patience of Joe. He does. Because Skip, nobody on that field has his kind of talent. Mm -hmm. But you gotta say, you know what? Hey, he ain't get it. Hey, son, let's do this again. Son, this is what we're trying to explain to you. I don't have that kind of patience. Mm -hmm. And a lot of athletes don't have that kind of patience because they want the person to be able to pick it up just like they could. But if, and, I, and he's like, what? Well, he's like, he's like, Sean. If they could pick it up just like you could, then you wouldn't be you. You wouldn't be special. <laughs> I, okay. But be happy. So he just took over the worst program in it, the Pac-12. He did. And he walked in the door and he met with the team and he basically told the team, "I'm bringing my own luggage. Yeah. So a bunch of you guys, you might as well hit that portal right now yeah. because you are gone and, from here." And he told them, "Hey, yeah. I'm bringing some of my dogs." Yeah. He said, "They dogs too." And they, he said, I'm bringing my, hey, the, my, my son. Hey, there's your quarterback. Stand, your quarterback. stand up. 
You're the new quarterback. Thank you. Shadur is the new quarterback yeah. because he should be the new quarterback because they are going to go places. And he's going to bring a lot of guys. Uh, Travis Hunter coming with him, too. And he got them to change their NIL policy yeah. and to refund it. And they're soliciting all kinds of donations for the NIL, and they will get competitive. The one thing that he knows, in order to be able to compete, that's why you see so many guys yep. in transfer portals. Yep. Guys that were all all conference uh, as a freshman or sophomore says, no, nah, I want to go somewhere else because the opportunity to make some I, money. I'm not sure Dion could have pulled this out, pulled it off without the new transfer rules where you can just go. Oh, they yeah, were back in the you day. Can build, you can build a you team quick. You to sit out a year. Skip, okay? I mean, what you call him playing the SEC championship game because he was able to go to quarterback from Arizona State yep. that was in the transfer portal. That is correct. You can build a team a lot quicker now yeah. through the transfer portal than you can. Now, do you, hey, your, your backbone has still got to be four and five stars. Yeah. That, the University of Georgia, no, Georgia no, got no four and five stars. Mm -hmm. they, they loaded in that. Yeah. That's what you need. But the transfer portal can get you up here, USC. That quarterback, where you come from, Skip? You do, do I know? <laughs> and he's probably going to win the Heisman. Probably. He was the best player in the country, I told you, last year. He's the best country player in the country this year. And he transferred, and we got nothing to show for him. But, okay. we got, uh, but yeah. my community, we got to stop feeling got, that okay. somebody owes you something. No, I got He it. gave you three great years. He didn't promise you he was going to be there like Coach Raw for 50 years no. or Coach W.C. Gordon at Jackson State. Jackson, he gave you a glimpse of Jackson State. Skip, when I was in school, because uh, uh, Darian Connor, I don't mm -hmm. know if you know him, uh, Houston Hoover, they used to have guys, uh, 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 Walter Payton, Eddie Payton. They had a lot of guys used to come out of from, from oh, black, black colleges. It was, it was a thing. Yeah. But guys, but, and when you get a guy, don't, don't be, be excited for Be excited for us. He's mm -hmm. one of us. That's good. Be excited for him. Agreed. If you haven't seen that video of Dion's speech to the team, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Go look it up on YouTube. It is liquid gold. All right, gentlemen, way too many injuries to talk about today. We got to get into Lamar Jackson's next. Mm -mm. Should he not rush back? It's a knee injury. Skip and Shannon delve into this one on the other side of this break. Lamar Jackson left the Ravens game yesterday with a knee injury. Head coach John Harbaugh says the injury, it's not season ending, but it will, quote, be a number of days to weeks. Lamar, not under contract, don't forget, after this season, he's still working on a long-term deal with the Ravens. Shannon, should Lamar take his time coming back? I think he will. Uh, but players want to play. That's what they do. That's our instinct is to try to get back out there and fight with our brothers as soon as we possibly can. But in this situation, Lamar Jackson has to protect himself from himself because I'm trying to figure out what can Lamar Jackson show them in five games that he hadn't shown them in five years to make him give him this money. That's a fair question. So I'm going to rush back out there for what? I've done all this. I've done I mean, you see me win the MVP. You see me win division. We've, you've seen me win your playoff game. And you still wasn't convinced. Yep. That I'm the guy to take you to loan because you don't want to give me the money that I think I rightfully deserve. Yep. You, I, for, okay, forget what I've done. You don't want to pay me because you should pay a good guy, Skip. You should pay a, play, a player or a person based on what they will do. So if you don't believe I'm worth this, why am I going to go out there and do what? Because I can't convince you in five games. If I haven't convinced you in five years, you're like, hey, it's kind of like in a relationship, Skip. You know, you say, well, Shannon, you need... Well, if, if the person hadn't done it in 10 years, mm -mm. what do you mean they, you will get them three months to do the change, to change their behavior? Yep. They ain't changed their behavior in 10 years. Ravens, you hadn't seen enough in Lamar Jackson in five years? So you need more convincing. You need five more games. If I just see five more games, Lamar, then I think I have a good understanding of what you can and can't do, and I think I'll be willing to do this deal. Yep. So, at, Skip, look, he's only missed four games in his career, yep. but... 
if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm going to protect me from me because right now I'm not under contract. And uh, uh, um, and I know my legs are predicated. Uh, uh, what makes me dangerous, what makes me Lamar Jackson, is from waist down. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can throw. I've shown you I've improved throwing the football. I still need me a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Bateman was doing pretty good, but he goes yep. down. Yep. That's notwithstanding. So with that, mm-hmm. Skip, nah. Uh, Lamar, take my little time, get on back there. I'm mm-hmm. going to be 100% healthy because that's what, yeah, y'all was jerking around with my money. Mm. It is what it is. Yep. I cannot tell you how much I agree with every point you just made and then some. This, for me, from a distance, has been an ugly situation that just got a little uglier. And I hate it for an organization that you played for that is first class, top of the the pile. It's it's the one where if I played your game, I would want to be a Raven because I I think your whole idea of let's play like Ravens, right? Yep. It's a tradition that that stands alone to me where it, it started with Ozzy and, and what he built and, mm-hmm. and the, the foundation of that franchise is very strong. Yes. But now it, it has a big old crack in that foundation mm-hmm. and it starts with this quarterback who is the MVP of this league. Right. I believe this deal should have gotten done a year ago. Right. And I told you a month ago that I heard from a player inside that locker room that Lamar has been sort of holding, instead of holding out, he's holding in, where he's been a little half-hearted in in practice and meetings because he's like, you guys, I gave you my life, and you won't repay me with what I deserve to be repaid. Yep. And I earned it. I, I did it. I'm not betting on the come here. I'm, I'm not some kid coming out of college. I, I did this. Did it. And you won't pay me. You and need to see. You're telling me you need to see more. More. And now it, it's, gotten, it's gone from bad to worse because of his unfortunate response to the Twitter user. Okay. And I'm sure Steve Bashotti is still rolling his eyes over mm-hmm. that one because it was a pretty ugly response yep. on Lamar's part. And now here we go again. Lamar is banged up. And this is exactly what. Steve Bashotti doesn't want to hear because he's saying you want five years of commitment and, right. and you want a guaranteed what beyond Deshaun. But they was yep. he wasn't running, he got sacked in the pocket. He was trying to get he was no, trying to he was trying to get he, it wasn't like he was down the field and he and he took a shot. And that's the thing, Skip. He's, uh, uh, what I'm looking at is like Lamar, okay? And John Harbaugh said from two weeks to, you know, for a couple of days to a week, uh, days to weeks. Yep. What is that? I got no contract. No. Skip, I don't have a contract. Thank God it's only days to weeks. What if it was season ending? And now I don't trust what they're saying. I want to hear from Lamar's lips. What's going on here? I think as you get, especially those positions, as you become more prominent, you have your own medical team. Mm. So when they give you a diagnosis, you have your medical team. Okay, this is what they say. What do you see? And if I'm not comfortable with that, I'm going to go get a third opinion. Yep. So I think that's where they are right now. I'm going to assure you Lamar Jackson is going to get a second opinion to make sure if he doesn't already have a medical, te- a medical team, because that's what the top Brady, Manning, all these guys, all these guys have them. Mahomes, all these top guys have those, Skip. So Lamar Jackson definitely should have had one of those. Yep. Says, okay, any, any, whatever they say, whatever the team says, Skip, okay. I know, you got, I know y'all say this. What do I, you say? I hate to say this, but Lamar should take his sweet time. Yeah. 
he lost his best offensive lineman, the left tackle. He, he lost his best receiver, as you pointed out. Bateman. He, he lost his best running back, who's still gone, mm -hmm. Dobbins. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. It's tough, man. Yeah. And they're hanging in at eight and four, and all of a sudden Cincinnati has also climbed to eight and four. Right. But I'm sure there's going to be some reaction from above in the organization because every time I see Tyler Huntley play, he's pretty he good. Played, he does. He and, does. And he, I thought he played he, very The game-winning well. drive was 91 yards, 8 of 8 for 50 yards on third on, on a, uh, uh, in the final drive, and he yeah. had the you know, game-winning two-yard touchdown for 28 yeah. And it could, I think we have a quick play that, that he, he made on the scramble to his left. Uh-huh. And um, and flipped it to um, I can't remember I don't have my sheet here but but this is a huge completion oh to the running back yeah um, here here we go again yeah this, this is a big time play and again they went to your point that this is 91 yards that got it to the two and then right. he ran it in for the winning touchdown right. and saved the day I don't know you could argue he saved the season. Mm -hmm. So are they going to kind of, quote, unquote, go to war over this where they'll say, well, we, we got Tyler Huntley and he's played very well every time he's been asked to play? I, I do not believe Tyler Huntley can take you to ultimately where you need to be. Agreed. I think he's, he's done a very good job when he's come in and what he's asked to do. He's done a great job of that. Yep. But if you're trying to win an NFL championship, mm -hmm. I don't believe Tyler Huntley is the guy that can get you there. Lamar Jackson, the vast improvement that I've seen over him over the years, I believe Lamar Jackson is the guy that can win your championship. Yep. He sort of Cooper rushed it yesterday yeah. where he was good enough <laughs> was. that he got it home, and it was low scoring against a sorry Broncos. Denver Broncos team with Russell Wilson stinking it up worse than ever. I yesterday. mean, they scored three touchdowns since Halloween. Whew. God. Whew. What, I mean, what, I mean, the I mean look, in the deep, I, I, I can't exonerate the defense because you did let them go 91 yeah, yards that's true. on the final drive. Good point. But it's skill. This is well, we gave up 10. <sighs> you mean to tell me we can't we, we we can't score a touchdown? We can't we can't get two touchdowns. <sighs> we gave up 10 points <sighs> and we lost a game. Yep. So here we go down the stretch for Baltimore, and they have to go to Pittsburgh and go to Cleveland, and those are not gimmies anymore. No, they're no, not gimmies. No. And we know we know how Pittsburgh feel about Baltimore. Yeah. And we know how Baltimore feels about Pittsburgh. And the Browns, you know, Cleveland fans have not forgotten that no. the, the, the Ravens used to be the Browns. Yeah, I agree. And then they get Atlanta at home, does Baltimore, so that they should win that one. They get the Steelers at home, they should win that one. But they finish at home with the Bengals, and that could be for all the division marbles. Yeah. <laughs> Put a contract on the table. Yep. I come back out there and say today. There you go. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Lamar still being a good teammate, though, guys. Ooh. He retweeted last night the team tweet about the win with Hearts and Rockets. Yep. All right. Up next, the college football playoff teams are official. Ooh, We're going to break down the four who made it in. What too. do you think? I don't think. Oh, it's always a fun debate. <laughs> That's next on Undisputed. <laughs> Playoff teams were announced this past weekend. Always a fun debate. Georgia, the number one seed, taking on number four, Ohio State. Number two, Michigan will tackle TCU. Shannon, do you like or do you have a problem with the final four? I have a problem with it. Um, Skip, every team that lost a game dropped. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, so how the hell did LSU end up at number 17? Mm. They lost a game. You look at right. you look at USC. They lost the game and dropped. Right. How the hell does TCU lose the game and remain the same? I just need somebody to explain that to me. Okay, but who did you want to rise in their place? You know who I wanted to rise. Uh oh, roll tide. The Alabama Invitational. Mm -hmm. How you have the Invitational without the host team? 
We were supposed to be there, Skip. We lost two games. Alabama, Alabama lost two games on the final play of the game. Ohio State got drugged at home mm -hmm. by 23. They did. 45 to 23, it was. And they... They did this on purpose. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why they put Ohio State in front of Alabama, because they didn't want Alabama to get in there. TCU didn't drop. When Alabama lost, they dropped in the ranking. USC lost, they dropped in the ranking. Clemson lost, they dropped every team that's ever lost throughout the course of this season. When they lost, they dropped in the rankings. Yep. And if, even if you look at the final playoff rankings, if you lost, you dropped, except TCU. Why is that, Skip? Mm. I need somebody to offer me an explanation. Mm. Well, I got one. We'll take off with it again. I will defend TCU on this count. They lost to Kansas State in the Big 12 title game in overtime, and it's the same Kansas State they had beaten in the regular season by 10 points. So at least you could sell them on the fact they beat that team during the regular season. And listen, if, I don't know if you have to watch the game, but Max Duggan in the fourth quarter yeah. against Kansas State in the Big 12 title yeah. game, he was the ultimate warrior because – he, he ran for 95 yards just in the fourth quarter alone and got them to overtime. And why they quit running him, I guess they thought he was out of gas, but they got stopped twice at the one-yard line. And, and you know Bryce Young was hurt when he played mm -hmm. Tennessee. He had he just did. came back off an injury. Okay. We are better, they were a better team right now. But let me ask you a question. On a neutral field, who be favorite? Alabama or TCU? Probably Bama would be a slight <laughs> favorite, but I'm, I'm not sure I would pick Bama to win that I game. I would. I'm not sure I would. They'd be favored over everybody in the college football playoff okay. except Georgia. At, at Tennessee, ain't Nick's defense gave up 52 points? That's yeah. embarrassing. 52 points? Uh, uh, where, 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 where were they? On the road. Okay, they're on the road at LSU, and they gave up 32 points, albeit in overtime. Final play. And all that being said, it was the final play of the game. Okay. I did tweet this. I'm going to give you this one. I do believe that my eye test tells me that Alabama was slightly better than Ohio of State. Of course. Okay, because I can't defend 45 to 23 at home, even though they roared down and took a 7 to nothing lead. But I know what the committee is looking at. If, if you look at their, their Big Ten play, they, they dominated the Big Ten in ways that Alabama did not dominate their SEC competition. The Big Ten play, really? Look at all these uh, teams that's in the uh, final college football ranking from the SEC. You got Georgia at one. Yep. You got Alabama, Tennessee. Who else down there? You got LSU. Yep. You got South Carolina. You got okay. Mississippi. All right. I got it. Y'all got Georgia okay. and Michigan and all right. I mean, Michigan and uh, Okay, but here's the point. In, in the biggest picture, this was one of those weird years when I just wish that Georgia and Michigan could just go ahead and play for the championship because they earned the right to me. Both of them earned the right yeah. to play each other head-to-head -head for the championship. True the told. others backed in. Everybody they did. They else backed they did. in, they right? Did. They lost. Skip, the best player in college football is Jalen Carter, number 88 from Georgia. Yeah. That defensive lineman. <clears throat> Skip, Skip, he's better than all five of the guys that went in the first round last year. Even the yeah. guy that went number one overall, and when we, we talked about it last year, yep. I said, they got a kid number 88, he can't come out just yet. Yep. But he's better. You did. You said that. Okay. Man, did you see what he Skip, did I, I you did. see? Skip, he picked a grown man. I mean, he's a young man. Mm -hmm. He picked him up in his arm and then put one over there. It's like, I got him. I got a title. We going. I like, did this man just pick this man up he in did. the field to play, Skip? I saw it. I agree. I, I'm with you. And by the way, Stetson Bennett, I, I won't be mad if he wins the Heisman Trophy <laughs> he just on career achievement because 
All he does is make plays. He yeah. threw four touchdown passes yeah. in that game. Yeah. I mean, he's he's just a good college yeah. quarterback. Yeah. That's all he is, yeah. period, end of yeah. story. But he's a really good college but quarterback. But now he's the greatest quarterback in Georgia. Okay. The, right. the greatest quarterback in Georgia history. Okay, so I'm with you on one point. If you just wanted to sell this for marquee star power, just just ratings interest level, then what, what I would want, I want St. Nick with the, the reigning Heisman winner, and I would want USC as much as I hate stinking Lincoln. <laughs> I told you last year Caleb Williams was the best quarterback in yeah. college football last year. Yeah. So if you just want his star power, he threw 37 touchdowns to six interceptions that he was hobbled against Utah. The problem is stinking Lincoln just they play no that, defense. That defense but it was a, it's Oklahoma all over again. Okay, so they give up 43 to Utah and right. lose at Utah in the regular season. And then they give up 47 to Utah in the championship game in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's not good enough to merit no. being in this this final right. four. I mean, but I mean, just imagine if you got Georgia, Michigan, Bama. Ohio State. Okay. You or, got or, Blue Bloods. Or, or USC. USC. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm good with that. I, I get that. If that's if you just want the star power of it, but I still think TCU earned the right to be in this little tournament. Yeah. I, it, I think the thing is they didn't want to see Ohio State and Michigan again, so they left I TCU. Guess, although I think people would have eaten that up. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd watch it. Oh, absolutely. You had to see if it was fluky to right. see what might happen. So, But, but uh, TCU going down to the Peach Bowl yep. in Georgia when they just went to SEC. Yep. Uh, you thinking they got a home field advantage? Huh. <laughs> now, wait. Isn't your producer, <laughs> the, the, your researcher? Uh, is, uh, yeah, is, she is. Yeah, she, she's, she's from TCU. TCU. She's purple to the core, right? Let's go, Bulldogs. Wow. Okay. I root for the Bulldogs. As you going down, you, and I, t- I had already well, told her. You're going way out on a limb on that. I think she going down. She's going down. I mean, it was set up. Skip, it was set up for me. USC and TCU. I I told you it was going to happen. I said, Skip, (laughs) you watch. Both of these teams going to lose. I said, Alabama go back, go right up in that thing. Nope. Nope. They conspired to keep us out. You know that's true. You lost two games. (laughs) They conspired. I can't say I'm crying a river about it. All right, guys, moving on. Let's talk some hoops. How strong is oh, Anthony Davis's oh MVP game? Oh, my God. back on the bandwagon? You're back. Anthony Davis dropped 55 points, 17 rebounds, and three blocks yesterday against the Wizards. That was following up a performance only two days ago where he had 44 points and 10 boards. Teammates, including LeBron, now say AD should be considered an MVP favorite because of his recent play. Shannon, what do you think? Is AD making an MVP case for a Lakers team that's 10 and 12? Absolutely. Last 10 games, he's averaging 34 points on 63% shooting, 15 rebounds. And he did a job on Giannis. Skip, everybody keeps saying Anthony Davis has top five talent. I say, but I don't see top five effort on a nightly basis. Mm. What we're seeing is Anthony Davis playing to his potential. He's more skilled than Giannis. I'm not saying he's a better player. I, I, I buy that. But he's more skilled. Yep. And now he's saying, you know what? Let me let this effort match my skill set on both ends of the court. He was the best. Skip, you had two guys that had won six MVPs between the two of them. Five finals MVP. Friday night. With Giannis, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis on the court, he, Anthony Davis, was the best player on the court. Agreed. And what he did last night, 55 and 17, Mm -hmm. he's giving you number one option. I think finally he's like, 
I'm the big dog. I'm the top dog. As as a uh, uh, Captain Phillips, when they got on these Irish, look at me. Mm. I'm the captain now. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's the captain now, Skip. Mm. And LeBron James has done a great job. Says, okay, AD, you're ready. I'm gonna play my role. I'm the second option. If you need me, I'm always gonna be here. And they needed him Friday because when Holiday hit that three-pointer, Skip, LeBron came back down. Hey, give me that. He gave you 14. Anthony Davis right there with him. Last night, when Washington got back in the thing, they said, AD, bring us home. Mm. They hopped on AD back, and he brought them home. Top four C, AD. He's doing it on both ends of the court. Right now, he's defensive player of the year. I dare you to say somebody's better defensive player right now than Anthony Davis. He's the defensive player of the year, and we're going to get sweepstakes because we're going to all of a sudden get back a top four seed. So... After all that hullabaloo I just heard, how has your team lost 12 games? Oh, hold on. Was he playing like this? I'm talking about what are we going to do now. Wait, is, was last night an indictment of what we don't often see from him? Yes, yes. And that's what's so frustrating because I knew that was in there all along. Because I've seen him go get 59 and 20. I've seen him go get 40 and 15. Okay. Just one week ago, at the crypt, what did I see? I saw, remember the Indiana game? Yeah. I saw your team up 17 points in the fourth quarter of a game at home against Indiana. That's just so-so. They're, they're decent. They're a little better than I thought they were going to be. But, again, all the big hubbub has been about you're going to get Buddy Heald and Miles Turner for We're them. good. Okay, you're good now. But you weren't good on that night at home. It was just a week ago. No, no, you know, that, was, that was on us. Okay. I blame LeBron. I blame Russ. I blame anybody that had the ball other than AD okay. because the man had two shots. Well, here's your MVP of the fourth quarter that night. Anthony Davis took two shots mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. He made one shot, which, which gave him a grand total of three points. And he guess how many rebounds he got in that fourth quarter in the seven and a half minutes he played? He got zero rebounds. He made up for it. How can you do that? Yeah, how can you do that? Uh, well, okay. Well, you talking about you want to see what he do on Friday night. Huh? And what did he do I, for Encore, Encore, I, I, Encore? I got it. But you realize your team has benefited from already beating the lowly San Antonio Spurs, who are now 6-18. and 18. You've already beaten them three times. Go beat them one more time, too. We got times. them again. We got them one you, more time. You got them three times. So, so of your 10 wins, three were the Spurs. You got to beat Portland at home without Dame. You've had a pretty favorable early schedule. Guess what we're going to do next? You, you beat the Wizards last night. They're 11 and 13. Okay. You dominated okay. them. Okay. Well, who do you want to see us beat? Hmm. So you're going to know we for real. I, I'm going to give you one for real, and it was last Friday night. But I think they were playing for Darvin because, obviously, he coached there as an assistant and, they, and he played there. And they got what you call They brought Chris Middleton back. Mm-hmm. So they was hype. Mm-hmm. But and I don't he, think he was ready for that RPM. Of yeah, that he, he ain't ready for us. No. I tell you what. Oh, now you're, you're bullish. Next dude, next dude. Hey, we're going to make some little minor deal. We yep. keep it Russ. Russ is not going anywhere. You're I, Russ. I, hey, if they, hey, I'm going to start doing like all the other protests. I'm going to chain myself to the crypt floor. Are if you? y'all try to trade Russ, really? no, he can't go. Well, you, you've been belly aching about how he's untradeable. No, we, they want him now. They you see what, switched completely? You see what he doing? Coming off the bench, giving us 10 dimes. He gave us 15 last and night. He gave 15 15. Assists. His wow. 10 assists to AD last night was the most by one player to another player in NBA history. He, he also gave you six turnovers. I don't who's care, counting? I don't care. Who's counting? Uh, if he, he can give me, he, if he gonna give me 15 assists, uh, he can give me six turnovers. Okay. If, if AD gonna give me 55 and 17, yeah. so you're now bullish on the 10 bullish. and 12 Los Angeles Lakers. I tell you what, 
Give me three cases right now. Huh. We want them Boston Celtics on Tuesday. On really? TNT next Tuesday. Mm. Three cases right now. At Boston? No, they they come to us. Oh, they come to you. Yeah. We're on a road trip. We, we are, damn, we can't stay on the road forever. They're giving you another home game? We about to be on the road for five, what, five or six games. Huh. We got who we got? We got Cleveland and we got Toronto. Uh, the Sixers, Detroit. Okay, so we got, I might make this bet, but I got to see about health. I got to see. Ain't nothing health. Yeah, I'll see. You about to be sick on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why your health is really? about to be real bad. Okay, all right. AD for MVP. You've beaten Spurs three times and you're making an MVP. We case? beat Giannis. I knew you were going to say that, but what about the Bucks, the second best team? That was the number one defensive rated team in basketball. You got one. And we took them apart. You got one. To get my surprise. I'm <laughs> ready to see some dew flowing, gentlemen. Get ready to pony up this week. Hey, speaking of the Bucks, but the Tampa Bay Bucks, not the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. How important <laughs> is their game versus my Saints tonight? That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. All right, tonight. Tom Brady and those five and six Buccaneers, three-point favorites against the Saints. Shannon, who wins? I'm going to take the Bucs. Mm. Uh, I, I, I think it's good. the game will be a lot closer. I think the Tristan Worth, uh, Cam Jordan is like, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody's going to have to pay, pay for this. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bucs will win a very close ball game. I think the game will be a lot closer. So three-point sounds about right yep. to me. Um, I can see a game being... 2017, 2019, something like that. Really, that's high scoring to me when it comes to (laughs) Brady and the Bucks. I got lower scoring. Lower than that? I got 14 to 10 bucks on a late Brady touchdown drive to pull it out in the end, and I believe it is a must-win for the Bucs, albeit in that division, because the Bucs have to turn right around and go to San Francisco, and then they turn right around and play Joe Burrow at home. Then they have to go play Kyler Murray on Christmas Eve at Arizona before finishing with Carolina and Atlanta. Well, I, I think they could get on a bad roll here. If they well, see, the thing that keeps helping them, Skip, is the other teams keep losing. keep losing. They lose. No. They, they keep losing. No. So. But I'm afraid the Bucs are going to lose a lot more. I'm going to take my Saints, guys. All right, we're out of time. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Stick around, though. The Herd's coming up next.